Good evening, one and all. We're back this week with a, a guest. When's the last time we had a guest, J-Mac? <laughs> it's been a wee while, like. It's been a, as they say in America, Ash it's, Price it's, was been, like it's what? been a minute. Uh, Ash Price I... was like, what, uh, a couple of weeks ago, but he's he's like a paranormal dude. He's not like a, a film guest, which we've got more coming up, by the way. Um, and I, I was thinking, like, instantly I thought back to when we were interviewing Craig Fairbrass. So, disclaimer. J-Mac and I have not seen Dick Dynamite yet, um, and we will on the 16th, where you can also see it at Bathgate Cinema. Go and get tickets, www.bathgatecinema.co.uk. 19th. Did I say 16th? You did. It's been a long day, man. I can't even, <laughs> can't even begin. But it's anyway, get this. Down 16th. Do you remember when um, Craig Fairbrass thought we had seen his film? And then he was like, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, what did you guys think of it? And we're like, we've not seen it yet. And he was just like, I fucking told him not to give me fucking podcasts. If people are seeing the fucking film, and we're like, <laughs> and then I was just like, here, Craig, shut your fucking hole, right? Because see if you fucking then he just stay on the podcast. I'll <laughs> fucking leather you. He was like, no, no trouble, mate, no trouble. And then I had to edit that part. Out, but that's exactly that's exactly how it how it went. Then we we want we sitting at all like this. <laughs> yeah, the worst part is you fucking leave it to me to just like break that silence, and I'm like, well, the whole purpose here is is just to promote it, and then. And then we saw the film after it, but we actually we saved it. We saved it. Um, no, we did. Uh, we basically maybe we had to tell them that they never sent us a screener, so it was it was <laughs> their fault. So they forgave us. Totally they us. Um, I deliberately don't want to see Dick Dynamite until the nineteenth, um, because I want to see it in its glory on the big screen, which you guys can too. So make sure you do come along. I'm going to play the trailer before we bring in Robbie Steed Davidson. Did you know, by the way, that Steed is actually the nephew of Ruth Davidson, the politician? Had no idea until I slagged her once in a group chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, true. it's true as hell, man. True as hell. That's actually his auntie. Who'd have thought that sexy beast was his auntie? <laughs> Just winding. So I'm going to go ahead and play the trailer for Dick Dynamite. Guys, if you haven't already, uh, make sure you follow Dick Dynamite on all socials, Facebook, etc. Just type in Dick Dynamite 1994, the movie, and you'll get, you'll get to see... Everything that's going on, it's everywhere. It's all around the world right now on all these different festivals, all these different cinemas. Uh, do yourself a favour and go and see the star-studded Dick Dynamite. Dick Dynamite 1944. An action-packed extravaganza of guns, gore, and glory. It's got it all. Nazis, ninjas, zombies, girls, and gimps. Half a pound of dynamite with a quarter-inch fuse with a body count bigger than Little Bighorn. Sterling Snars as Dick Dynamite. Featuring Urban Welsh, Nicolinary, Clive Russell, Noah Hathaway, and Dick Valentine as Commander Eagles Kearney. Featuring members of Iohazard, The Exploited, Agnostic Front, Sleezard Mods, and many more. You'll explode when you see Dynamite. Now let's start a war. <laughs> let's start a nuclear war. Ladies and gentlemen, Steed Robbie Davidson. How's it going, my man? Hi. Uh, grand on this Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good to be in church this morning and uh, <laughs> to get some holy water. Well, hey, I'm, uh, I've got some holy water right here, motherfucker. <laughs> um, got a couple, a couple of... Uh, 
couple of comments here. Matthew Man, the Matthew Man himself, says, Evening, gents. Look what Matthew Man <coughs> got me the other day, which, by the way, kind of ties into Dick Dynamite because Noah Hathaway is in Dick Dynamite, which is, for me, phenomenal. I don't right. know if you guys can see that. <laughs> I can see, see that. Uh, never in the story yeah. coaster. Can I, just, can I just say, it looks like my name has shot him in the head. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I myself have commented in saying, Hi, Dad. My son is totally using my YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to tell Harry to get off a uh, backfield to take uh, the broadband. Sorry, Harry. Hi. And hi, Ava, if you're watching. Uh, Damnation hey, 9. Craig, Craig Fair, Fairbrass. Um, I've been shot again. I, I'm just thinking, uh, what's his name? Yeah. I'm too sexy. You thinking? Um, right right said Fred. Fred. <laughs> yeah. All right, was he on that? So he made a film. <laughs> was he? Or am I getting mixed up with the brothers from Bros being in a uh, Blade and Hellboy? Ah, hmm. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about the right said Fred. Like, <laughs> I don't think he was in that. He was in. He was in Beulah Quo. Right, the status quo film. Um, you know, oh, you know, oh. Craig Fairbrass is right. He was in Eastenders. He's, uh, he's in every gangster film. And he I was... just, I just think of him in. Right said Fred, the oh. Fairbrass thing, that's who I'm thinking of. <laughs> um, is he bald? No, no, no. 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 He's, oh, um, right. In fact, he's, he plays Pat Tate in the Rise of the Foot Soldier films. Ah, he's, you'll, know, no, you'll not, not know his face. Like Even if you don't know his name, you definitely know his face. He's somebody you wouldn't like to take a slap off of. So um, what sort of accent has he got? Am I going to get a paste from him? Oi, no, you no. think I'm flaming in Right said that's, Fred, do you? Aye, that's him. <laughs> Basically... Every film that's like Football Factory, etc., all that he's in, all of that. He was in, he was in uh, Stallone, uh, Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. He's in Cliffhanger, he's a baddie. Uh, do you like soccer? That's him. Oh, that guy, Aye. 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 He's, he's a big dude, very good Sound actor, as well, by the way. He's very, very, uh, very good actor, quite um, intimidating. Uh, we're not here to talk about him, so damnation <laughs> uh, says, Way watching while on holiday and can. Cancun. In Cancun. They're oh, in Cancun Johnny. on holiday. Happy in birthday, Johnny. Hey, happy birthday, birthday dude. Oh, in Fleming, Mexico. <laughs> ah. Matthew Mussolini. That's where Cancun is. And muscle tape. <laughs> <laughs> class, class. Um, so, we're going to chat today about Dick Dynamite, which for you is your love child. It's the baby. Everybody, probably anybody that's ever thought to themselves, oh, I'd love to make a film. I wonder what that's going to be like. Well, we're going to essentially pin you down and ask you what that's like because in the in this episode here you're the only one that's successfully written directed and released an actual feature we've we're still playing a bit with short films <laughs> we've, we've yet to jump off that that board so it'll be class so i kind of a little bit of a brief history for those that are watching tonight that don't know who you are um i really i mean you're in you've been in to, to my knowledge many rock bands but one that's quite notable would be the exploited which most folk should know who they are if you've apart from jmac because jmac doesn't know much about any anything kick musical um but i so your was your first love music or was it movies because we had billy bob thornton on and he does not perceive himself to be a film mm. star he sees himself as a musician that got into films so what's that like for you um oh, I, I think it was probably I love the music came first, but then you're always watching movies and, and you're not mm -hmm. really thinking about it. But mm -hmm. then th there's also 
the combination of the two music and movies which which go hand in hand i mean mm. uh flash gordon one of the <laughs> greatest films of all time and and so was the soundtrack you know so it's like yeah it's, i think watching stuff like that you, you don't realize what an influence the two can have until later on mm. um i mean battle yeah. theme by by queen is like one of the best riffs of all time it's just two chords and you know i didn't I didn't realize uh, like until quite late in life i was like you know watching that at whatever age five six i was like i think that's what's you know made me like like rock guitars and stuff you know yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> um i always liken like i always say the best movies are always ones that when you when someone says oh, have you seen that you automatically just sing part of even if even, like i remember working in a, a factory with jmac this was years ago and i remember he was at one, one other end of the factory and i started humming the montage from rocky and he finished it off at the other end of the you know I mean, for me that the most successful movies always have an imprint on, on film and music together mm. i think it kind of goes hand in hand which here's a question for you actually is that is that existent in dick dynamite yeah yeah there's a I mean, there's a couple of songs we've made specifically for the movie, um, two two of which have got music videos, and we're just waiting for the right time to uh, to release them. We're debating releasing one ASAP, actually, because a certain singer in it uh, is currently at number one in the charts. Well, hey, well ah, done. Who's at number you. one right now? Yeah. Um, just the UK charts. Right? a postcard. Type in. Um, <laughs> and, and then the, there's... There's six tracks actually by a band. I think they're originally from Pennycook, uh, called right. "Writing on the Wall," oh, and right. they're like late sixties, early seventies, and like they toured with Sabbath and Deep Purple. But the um, oh, mates of mine, Stevie and Bud, um, brothers that, that played in bands together uh, with us, it's their dad. So like, mm. um, I was like, dude, can I can I use some "Writing on the Wall" stuff for the movie? So there's like little snips of these. Mm their songs in the movie, you know, and flashbacks and stuff. So it, it gives that genuine retro feel, you know, like people are like, oh, that's totally like got a Tarantino vibe with the, mm. the freeze frame and stuff. But I think it's because that those bits of music are genuinely retro. It's, it's so hard to to try and replicate something to make it sound old, but genuinely mm. old, you know? So, um, mm. yeah, there's them. There's a Norwegian band, country band, um, Death Barrel. Uh, Dutch band Tankzilla, but they they also do Peter Pan Speed Rock. They've got the song in the trailer. Um, mm. Yeah, there's a there's a bunch, and um, who knows? Maybe the, the whole soundtrack will get a, a vinyl release one day. That'd be pretty mm-hmm. epic. I mean, you, <laughs> I could actually set you up with people in HMV to yeah. kind of uh, e- easy. Um, I actually was doing that for someone else quite recently. Mm. Um, the movie itself actually is like filled with a lot of musicians, even right at the end there. That was Valentine from uh, Thingy, uh, Electric Six, which yeah. are a heavily underrated, phenomenal band. Yeah, yeah, there's tons of, of musical cameos in the movie, but that that's down to like you know, pretty much spent 20 plus years touring. <laughs> yeah. And I just thought like the connections are made over, over the way, you know, for example, like some people, uh, if I knew they were playing Edinburgh. And I'd email them and be like, oh, what are you doing before the show? And oh, nothing. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I want to film in a nuclear bunker. And, <laughs> and, and they're like, fucking yeah. So <laughs> so that, that's how a lot of those things came about. That's uh, epic. Okay, that's enough, epic yeah. 
It always, yeah. always helps to have a cool location to kind of draw them in. I mean, if it was, you want to come film at my house? Oh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the other thing was, the, the other thing to lure them in was um, getting them picked up in a, a DeLorean. <laughs> oh, man. The DeLorean came in handy uh, more than once. Um, there, there was another time um, I, I got I got a tip off that for the 75th anniversary of D-Day, that the, all the planes were coming in from Canada and Iceland and stuff. And before they went to Normandy, they were making a stop off at Prestwick. And I, mm. I got wind that there was a press pass for it. And, and I think I managed to blag one. But in order to blag it even more, we went in the DeLorean, right? So we turned up to this, like, <laughs> on the airstrip, <laughs> the DeLorean, everyone's like, wow. And like, and we go, and then like, all the pilots from all these DD planes that are very come, like, wow, check this out, da da da. And like, can we get a photo? And it's like, well, can we film in your plane then? <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, sure. Turn up to the, the airfield tomorrow. And I was like, wow. right. So, so that literally did work. Uh, we, That's we awesome. Glorian, you know, it was like one flying vish- machine with uh, another versus <laughs> another, you know. No two wait, wait, words go together the... better than press pass and blagging it. <laughs> um, where did the DeLorean come from, anyway? Uh, my, my friend Donna and, and David, they, they have one. They, they sometimes do they rent it out for Comic-Cons and stuff. Um, right. Yeah, and they're they're just... It was pretty local to me as well, so uh, here in Fife, so... So, yeah. Hmm. Is, it all tricked up? is it all tricked out, like the Back to the Future one, or is it a nice kind of factory standard? It's... Yeah, it's not got all the stuff on the back, but um, but in the the front part, which the, which would normally be like the bonnet, right? Um, yeah, they, they've got all like the hoverboard and and, and things like that. Yeah. So they've got various props mm-hmm. for people. Yeah, super cool. Oh, that's cool, man. Uh, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> so yeah. twenty years in the music industry, which seems like a dream to people like myself who grew up in bands and wishing that they could do that for a living. Um, how hard was it for you to transition from being a musician to then deciding to, to kind of put your eggs in a basket and take a good stab at becoming a filmmaker? Um, I've, I've always kind of mixed, mixed the two. You know, like before mm. I joined the Exploited, I was actually in film school and yeah. then left, left to go on tour. Um and then everything went digital anyway. You know, like when I left, everything was like videotape, shuttle jogs, and everything was a pain in the mm. ass. And it all went digital anyway. So I started like got my own digital camera and started messing around. And then, then eventually, uh, after a court case, <clears throat> musical one, um, <laughs> went, went, had a ten year gap year essentially, and uh, mm. went went back to to finish my my film school thing, um, mm. and then went freelance from them. So it was always like ducking in and out, doing right a bit of both. Um, oh. And then, yeah, like wrote Dick Dynamite for for laughs, and then <laughs> over the course of the time, like making short films and horror films and all that. And then when uh, our last one was called Rajland, and it was just like it was pretty cool. It was like <laughs> a guy getting hunted by homeless people, and um, like, sold out the Adam Smith Theater. Wow! So I was like, right, this has got quite a bit of momentum behind it. Um, so. I was like, do we make the sequel? Not not exactly a sequel, but the, the next sort of step. And mm. then I was like, you know what? Why don't I just push the boy out and make the dream movie and, and try and make Dick Dynamite? You know, it's crazy, crazy ambitious. But uh, <laughs> here we are and did it, which is, is quite a miracle at times because there was 
a million challenges and uh, yeah. What was your running down and everything? <laughs> <laughs> Just spontaneously, or <laughs> um, chaps? <laughs> Just Kirkcaldy, the Kirkcaldy young team, the <laughs> young team got hey, yeah. <laughs> So, oh, it, yeah. what was your what was your budget like on it? Um, I think I'm allowed to talk about it now. Because <laughs> right. um, some people have told me not to disclose how much it actually cost because it cost so little that uh, I would get rid people off. But I, uh, I think, I, I, I mean, if you if you look it up, it's, you, you can see it right there. You know, um, ten grand, <clears throat> um, uh, which is <laughs> by the way, buttons. Yeah, I mean, we, we ran out part way through filming, and then you know, like um, after that, you know, it's just like okay, if we're needing people needing petrol or pizzas, you know, I'm just yeah. like, chipping for that and, and buy it, you know, out my own pockets because uh, it, it, it did turn into a sort of club in a sense, you know, like a, a hobby, you know, that we're all meeting up on weekends and doing it, and and it was just the, the best laugh ever, you know, it was like it was. Mm. You know, some people might have a badminton club or that, and for those people just running about with fake guns in the woods and <laughs> chucking people about and pretending to blow them up and cover them in fake blood. It's brilliant. <laughs> nothing, sounds, nothing sounds more exciting. Um, we we kind of we share that we when we were doing our short film, there were those days, right? Who, who's getting lunch today, etc. As mm. we feel, there's like a, a camaraderie around that. Um, for you. Where, what was like some of your biggest challenges when you were kind of pre-onset, so leading up to the actual production of Dick Dynamite? Like before even filming? Like yeah. entirely. I, mm -hmm. I, I guess the, the cast the cast changed quite a lot before mm -hmm. we started filming. There was different people lined up uh, to play different parts and and sometimes people would bail for multiple reasons hey jj cheers for that <laughs> class scene by the way jj was camera in uh, one of the scenes near the end i mean that that's wow. the thing it was shot out of order right mm -hmm. but yeah. you know i think over the course of it was like three four years we made it because we we're just making it weekends the, the stuff mm. toward the end of filming was just so much more polished and professional looking that you know that scene that jj was on it looks fantastic and some of the other scenes look a bit more amateur you know as 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 they would um but yeah like like for example the scene he was in looks fantastic and harry cried uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. I, I shouldn't say why because it's a spoiler uh -huh. <laughs> no, harry's, no, no. harry's my stepson ah uh, yeah. nice there's so, so talking about in, if, harry if you're not playing battlefield still scream for me Right, all right. Okay. <laughs> he's, totally, he's, on front. he's he's in the film like three, four times or something, and helped loads. Oh, right, nice. <laughs> yeah, no, no discrimination. I think that's what happens right. when when a filmmaker puts something together. It's like you you tend to already know some of the best people that because you. you can... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What, just, what a I don't delay. know if there's maybe a, a is there a delay? Because he just screamed. There. Usually not a big one. Usually not a big one. So that that's quite a delay. So he's he's definitely downloading something on that Xbox if that's the delay. <laughs> no, there, there, is, there is a delay. Maybe maybe twenty seconds or so. Right. Yeah. Usually, uh, that would that would tie up. That would tie up nice. Yeah, thanks Looking for the at screen, your cat, <laughs> um, the guy you've got playing Dick Dynamite, Snars, looks like yeah. an absolute animal. 
So that's uh, a pretty <laughs> a awesome fella, character. Yeah. <laughs> um, and here's another behind the scenes. I mean, Irvin Welsh himself has gone on to say, to really credit you about your filmmaking skills and just how thorough you are. What was that like to take such such good compliments from someone like Irvin Welsh? Yeah, it's, 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 it's mega. I mean, like, uh, on, on the day of filming with him, it was um, like absolutely bucking it down rain. I, like So much so he thought that the, the shoot was off. Um, but we managed to get him and was like and persuade him to come out and film because it was on like this pier and a absolute bucket and rain. Um, so it was a pretty tough shoot. It wasn't very glamorous, you know. And uh, it was super cool. Didn't complain once, and wow. you know, like you, you can't ask for more, you know. Ah. I mean, you've there's a few kind of recognizable faces in there. I mean, you've got uh, Clive Russell as well. Um, most people would probably know as Big Ennis or Blackfish. And yeah, um, the, uh, the one that obviously everyone else got me as well, but Noah Hathaway, how did that happen? Noah Hathaway, Phenomenal. yeah. So, uh, a couple I know in Las Vegas, um, like I know them through Exploited and stuff, um, they're like super into punk and all that, and, and they go to a lot of Comic Cons and stuff. Uh, shout out to the Griders if you're listening. <laughs> um, so, so they were at a Comic Con and uh, and met Noah Hathaway there, and like mm-hmm. he saw like the, the t-shirts they were wearing their punk bands or whatever and he's like oh i've just moved to vegas um like new town let me know if there's any gigs or anything happening and they're like all right cool so what bands you know and he was like oh blah 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 and they exploited and they started laughing and he's like what's so funny he's like oh we, we know those guys and and then that was it so like they were in touch with him about going to gigs and stuff and then over the course of time it was sort of like um i was like oh ask him to be in my movie and then then we were in touch directly and, and chatting away about this, that, and the other. And, and yeah, ended up uh, in the movie. That's amazing. Like, our dream is just to fucking talk to Noah Hathaway and you got him in your film. And he's a fan <laughs> of you. That's fucking awesome. That's awesome. Like, we've uh, uh, we've talked about Never Ending Story at length several times. It's uh, an absolute favourite for us. Yeah, and again, the soundtrack. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I can, I literally know every aspect of that. It's score. just it's the opening sequence. You hear the. Uh, and then the here we go. Man. Hear, I can see it in my head. Like, yes, here we go. <laughs> oh, another exploit connection is, I think it's like never in the story three, maybe. <laughs> the Jack, nasties. A, a young yeah. Jack Black's in it, and he's, he's got an That's exploited right. patch on his jacket. <laughs> no, right? Yeah, it's phenomenal. Uh, he he's a huge music guy, so I imagine that wasn't there by accident. Um, <laughs> I, he plays one of the nasties in Never in the Story Three, which yeah, was like a, bully, a yeah. bit bonkers. Right? But it was, it was <laughs> like, get your motor running. Oh, remember? <laughs> That's where they turned into something else. Eh? Um, the cast and crew. I mean, just bringing up a couple pictures here. Um, I mean, if you if you were to describe this image here, like this is a film. Right, I'm going to assume it's definitely World War Two, and something's going on in a lab before all the shooting starts. Right, that boy, that boy in the middle looks like the meekest, happiest Nazi I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> the boy in the middle with the with the tash, he's just the like, tash, hey. yeah. <laughs> that's young Ruri. He, oh, he was in the film Amplifier that we made at my work uh, eleven years oh, ago. But possessed right. that. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> We've got here a guy holding. <laughs> Not sure what he's holding here, but so uh, 
So that's well, I know what those are. That stick, <laughs> and uh, what he's <laughs> holding there is uh, our blood balloons. Um, ah, right. Cheap secret. Um, that was how we did a lot of our blood explosions. Was uh, that's brilliant. Was putting fake blood in, in water balloons and pelting them off people. But we had to enforce rules because it rules. got too, too crazy. <laughs> if if you if you were chucking it at someone and you missed them or it bounced off them, you had to get a paste in after. <laughs> <didn't you>? Because. <laughs> Because my, my brother was on set. He's in the film tons. Yeah. He was on set loads. Uh, and, you know, a stale in one hand and a spliff in the other. And, like, the amount of times he's like, right, get the blood balloons, get the blood balloons. It was like, we're not even ready for that. Stop. But then the amount of times he was just, like, giving them anyone and everyone. And it was, like, just people getting obliterated. But the amount they would miss or, or uh, burst. Because that's the thing. I would have to CGI them out frame by frame. Yeah. So if there's a constant barrage of ones that bounce, it's useless footage or or the missing, just making my my life an absolute nightmare. So cheers for that, Shawnee. <laughs> it kind of made it more memorable. Uh, so that's kind of like a a pet peeve then, or as a director, because that's one thing everybody always talks about the, the 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 great times and stuff. Whether as a filmmaker, for you, times where you're like fuck me, where maybe certain aspects of it didn't feel that serious to other people or whatever, where you were like, right, I'm actually up against it here and mm. I need to kind of push forward. Did you have oh, any of those kind of yeah, totally. Like, especially organising some locations. Um, I was let down a few times and stuff and I didn't realise, like, the amount of effort I'm having to put into to get people and cars mm. and everything, costumes, all that stuff. And um they were like, oh, no, sorry, that area's under construction. Didn't no one tell you? I was like, no. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> shit like that. One Not of our long. guys, actually, that's actually how we came to meet. One of our guys was supposed to show up to film on one of your scenes, mm -hmm. and the selfish prick went and had a child that day, so couldn't he make it? <laughs> no, unbelievable. How selfish of you. What? Yeah, after saying, I promise I won't let you down. I'll definitely be there. I mean, and I phoned, like, I was like, if the war's not broke, get there. Like, <laughs> Even I'm if I'm sending Fred Fairbrass and right said Fred after you, all right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mattyman's now going to turn that into a graph. <laughs> which, new, by the way, new, new which is how we poster. came to be. Ah, uh, no, hey, how good is that guy? We um, yeah. That's how Mattyman and I came to be, and us he tuned in to watch the Samurai Cop episode <laughs> and then tuned in for the next week's one, which was Matt Hannon on the yeah. show, Caridus. And then from there, we blossomed. He's like our, he's he's a part of our organs now, Matthew. Man. Yeah, and he's been such a, a credit to even since since he's come your way. How, how yeah, phenomenal yeah. does he just put artwork yeah. together and yeah, the ideas as well. Amazing, yeah. His ideas, his talent. I'm like, I think my brother's getting stuff done yeah. for his movie and like even the stuff he does just for for laughs you know like the know. the dickenheimer i've not seen dickenheimer i've seen schopenheimer i've never seen dickenheimer though <laughs> The amount of times where we we'll be on this show live, and as we're chatting, we're chatting about something, I'll get ping, and it's Matthew Man, and I bring it up on screen, and we just fall out of our seats. We done American Werewolf in London, and J Max like, 
Like, it actually turned J-Mac into, like, a wolf-looking motherfucker. It was so funny. <laughs> Matthew says, how did you get the critical drinker involved? Asked him a few times now, but he's dingied me every time. <laughs> um, well, he's, he's a fellow fifer, and um, and I, I just oh, yeah. just messaged him and um, saying, hey, you want to be, you, you're local to us, you want to be an extra in a movie, uh, be a corpse or something. And he was like, yeah, I'm up for that. Um and then we met him and we went and like filmed a, an anti-aircraft gun down in, oh, where is it? It's like along the Edinburgh coast somewhere. Um, it was super cool, but there was, it, we met up with all the guys, you know, they're all like, um, they look like something at the village people and like wife beaters and, and like American army gear. Um, <laughs> I, I, but there was this World War II Jeep driving about and I was a bit late. And by the time I got there, everyone was like, oh, is the Jeep not yours? And I was like, no, and I was like, "Why didn't you stop the jeep to, to be like, oh, by the way, do you want to be in this World War Two film?" I was like, "Oh, we thought you'd arranged it, and it was already there." Well, <laughs> so uh, all the, all these things are production values, you know. It was like uh, just a, a short clip in the movie that's uh, somebody's flashback story, and and we just thought, what an image, you know, on these cliffs and this huge anti aircraft gun, um, you know, and it's it's on screen for a split second, but it, it really makes it, you know, like these these little things. Yeah, where where was the the conception of the idea for Dick Dynamite? Because I find right right now I'm ready to actually write something like a full long feature. I'm at that point where I'm I feel like I'm ready, to, but I, I need to I need to really truly believe in the idea that I have because if I'm going to go all in on something, I need to make sure that I don't ever question what the substance is. So for you, when was it, and where did the inspiration for Dick Dynamite come from? Um. I, I think, like, I'd always loved World War Two movies, like, where Eagles Day and stuff like that growing up. And, and I just wanted to, like, write something, like, crazy over the top and kind of based off conspiracy theory stuff as well. So so mm. I wrote this thing, and I'd approach some, some filmmakers and stuff, and they were like, oh, well, if you're going to make that, you're going to need a budget of millions to do this and do that. <laughs> and I was like, right. So I thought, if I try and do, like, a stripped-back version like or a different mm. story, um, and that's, that's what this version is, um mm. so yeah yeah i mean initially i think it was on like, you know i, I pen penned them as a sort of almost like jack burton um you know from big trouble little china <laughs> a bit of a sort of hapless hero but then i think it was on a plane sometime watching something an arnie film and it was like well what 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 would arnie do that was the thing like what would you know, arnie do that there'd be no sneaking around he'd just be like kick the door in and just like kill everyone. And I was like, that's way more fun. Uh, so, <laughs> so, you know, rather than being like a bit sort of serious, covert and spy-ish, it was just like, what if this dude just annihilates everyone in the most insane ways possible? I mean, that that that's one of the, the things with Dynamite that, that you see next weekend, like, mm -hmm. like gory, funny deaths in movies stand out I, I find people like oh did you see that movie yeah but shit but do you remember when that guy got killed by blah 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 and so yeah, it was, yeah. it's, it's quite fun <laughs> trying to come up with original stuff you know like mm -hmm. funny landmine and sisu yeah yeah stuff like that <laughs> stuff that you've never seen before um there, there's there's a funny one that sort of riffs on the indiana jones like plane fight scene uh right which you, you'll see they stole it from you uh, well well there there is uh, Spielberg hacked my emails um <laughs> so in 1984 
Uh, no, the, the the new Indiana Jones. There was a couple of issues, and we're having to change oh. some. The next the next dynamite, we're having to change some stuff because of Indiana Jones. So, I, I don't blame Spielberg. I like him. It was Kathleen Kennedy's fault. Everything's uh -huh. Kathleen Kennedy's fault. Yeah, so <laughs> I like she, to just hack her emails. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to say something. Nudes, but, uh, yeah. See, everybody shits on her so badly, right? And mm. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a motherfucking minute. Her greatest hits much mm. outweigh her greatest flops. So I'm like, I'm team Kathy. <laughs> um, purely because she's given us so many great things. But when Marvel goes tits up because it's all tired and that, everybody, like, it's like, they fight, they're like, all we know is Kathleen Kennedy's name. So we're just going to mm. direct hate towards that woman. Like, she's done a phenomenal job in a lot of the stuff that she's done. It's just unfair that where, where Disney had headed now, that, mm. uh, it kind of all gets lamped on hurry because of how far up the tree she is. But but perks to Kathleen Kennedy. I don't know if you all share that with me, but well, it was her and Disney that want to buy the rights to make the the reboot um, in two weeks' time, um, starring Lizzo as Dick Dynamite. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that'd be fucking class. And to be to be honest, getting Lizzo for. <laughs> Getting Lizzo for Dick Dynamite, who wouldn't be tough right now, by the way? Dick Dynamite just come out. It's going to reboot next week by Disney, and the person playing Dick Dynamite is Lizzo. I didn't even know what Lizzo was. A lizard? I thought it was a lizard. I didn't until that episode of Mandalorian. That was the one with Jack Black. That was the last one I watched. I refused to watch. It was I don't know why. horrendous. Mm. Like, I was like, this isn't Star Wars. I'm a it's huge, huge fan of Star Wars and more so Mandalorian. I really loved Mandalorian. I thought it was the closest thing that, that I loved that was closest to Star Wars. Um, and for some reason, I've just not touched Series 3. I thought at the end of Series 2, left it kind of where I needed it and then oh, I had reviews. Yeah, we, so I thought, we stopped I after know. that episode for the... With Jack Black and Lizzo, because it was just absolutely cheesy and horrendous. Lizzo, where did Lizzo even come from? I mean, a really Lizzo. big hole. <laughs> oh, we're getting banned again, mate. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask um, a couple of questions relating to your love, or I don't know, love, but your um, fatuation with World War Two. Is that would that be a fair fatuation now? Yeah. So, like. Was that like for me? Like, what what really fascinates me? Certain things like conspiracy theories, music, Titanic, the Titanic disaster. That like I, I could make a film with that if it hadn't already been done and explore <laughs> it a couple of Titanic Titanic sunk. Eh? <laughs> it wasn't well. I looked sunk. right into that, and I think it was. I think it was. I don't think it was the sister ship. And shouldn't scam, yeah, and the sister ship. Ah, well, by the way, the Federal Reserve straight after the Titanic went down. All the people that were opposed to the Federal Reserve were on the motherfucking Titanic. That's a bit funky, isn't it? And mm. the minute it went down, the Federal Reserve comes into action, and we're all scant as fuck now. I'd have been suspicious as fuck if I knew they were against me, and they walk in, and go, "Here, mate, you've won a cruise." <laughs> Bash on. <laughs> I literally built this, and I don't build anything. I actually love the Titanic, right? But um, my question to you is, what kind of source material got you right into World War Two? And I'm not a big World War guy. I think there's a certain mm. few films there that I'm like, here, this makes me want to care about looking at that a bit more. Did you shit, Jermac? No, I put it in a All USB right. stick. 
Ah, okay, <laughs> same sound. Um, but there is, um, there is, <laughs> the, there's a game that I used to play called Medal of Honor Allied Assault, mm. and that proper it had me watching Saving Private Ryan and going, That's Medal of Honor, yeah, right? Because Omaha yeah. Beach, Omaha Beach, now it's for me, that's kind of if I was to do anything World War II related, it would be set on Omaha Beach purely because I feel like I know it. Where, what was all your source? Where did what got you? I mean, like, like I said, as a kid, like watching stuff like Dirty Dozen, Where Eagles Dare, uh, Kelly's Heroes, another one that I absolutely loved. And then, you know, it, it seemed like there wasn't any in the 90s, really, was there? Apart from Private Ryan right at the end, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. In the 80s, you, you, you got quite a few. Um, but then it just seemed to dry out and stop. V- you know? Yeah, v- Vietnam and Gulf War films kind of took over for a while. Yeah, yeah. Forrest Gump. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> just 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 liking them as a kid, um, and then sort of, well, e- even over the course of film, and it's just like there's been reenactment people involved and stuff, and they've been like, oh well, they wouldn't be wearing those kind of laces with this kind of tunic and things like that, and oh, wow. I was like, come on, it's a film, and then but that stuff has kind of seeped into my mind a little over the course <laughs> of it, and, and now I like know these things. Oh, well, you can't wear this with that, and, and mm. it's, so I, I have become more of a stickler about that sort of stuff even like but then you know you've got zombies and stuff like that in it, which you obviously <laughs> didn't have back in the day so <laughs> yeah like hey his shoelaces are wrong but the zombies <laughs> fucking <laughs> right so you've, you've got you've got the wrong laces and those boots and by the way normally they stay deed so i don't know what the fuck's going on here <laughs> mike, mike christie says apparently lizzo came from detroit michigan so black hole seems about right <laughs> 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 oh, Mike, you're banned. <laughs> Not from us. You just got us banned, which in turn bans you. I've been, I've been to Detroit, actually. I've lost one thing when I listened to the podcast that you were on recently, as I kind of, which was good for me, by the way, because it covered all your music stuff, right? Which I would have asked you, but now I don't really need to because I already know, right? But you've been everywhere, man, right? <laughs> You, you uh, literally have been so many countries, so you've, mm. you're really well-travelled, so you'll have a, an understanding of different cultures. Yes, you could say that. <laughs> Compared <laughs> to us. <laughs> I, 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 try, I, try, I try to work out places that I haven't been. Um, China. Um, China. 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 <laughs> because it's from China. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was, that was I like my my POWs that don't get cut. <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. It's like oh, I man. like my soldiers that don't get cut. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's a war hero. Yeah, but he got caught. <laughs> it, was, it was when he said when he called COVID, when he called COVID kung flu. I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> right, that's it, Kev. Your mission should you choose to accept it. You've got to get. You've got to get him in uh, Dynamite 2. I mean, he was in Mate, Home Alone 2, so... Right? <laughs> Let's not break the cycle. I will try. I swear to God, I will try. Who was it I asked? <laughs> Who I sent an email to somebody really fucking out there. I never got fuck all back, but I tried. Well, I've seen the, the tweets and stuff that you sent to Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I can't say I'm surprised that people don't get back to you. All right, big army. Fancy coming on my podcast, Chief. Big <laughs> 
Oh mate, oh, <coughs> he he ain't never gonna do it. He doesn't go where where it doesn't pay. He doesn't play. That's that's what I've learned. Mm. Nah. Unfortunately, mate. If you were him, would you? Nah. Uh, sometimes, depending. If I liked it, if I checked it, enjoyed it, I, I feel quite good. I feel quite good in being able to. If I can offer something to someone, I always try. I try. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> if we offer them some donkeys and whiskey, that seems to be his aye, thing. Aye, you know? aye, aye, donkey, donkeys, whiskey, and stogies. Stogies, yeah. <laughs> stogies, stogies. <laughs> um, aye, aye. Janice is here. Janice says, "Sorry, I'm late, guys." Janice is our regular, by the way. She lives out in the States and she's here every week. So she will definitely check out Dick Dynamite when it eventually goes to streaming. Well, um, well Janice, it's in, on in the States uh, Thursday, the 7th of September in New York, if you can make that. She's from the Outbacks, so aren't she? There's no such thing as the Outback in the USA. That's <laughs> Australia. <laughs> Where is it? She's from again, Vancouver. <clears throat> I always forget. She'll remind us right now. Like, give it, give it fifteen seconds, and right. she'll remind but us. Technically, if it's America, <laughs> it's close to New York. She says, "I'm in Indiana." That's right, Indiana Jones. <laughs> How far away is Indiana from New York? You'll know. Let's no say <laughs> I'm guessing ten hour drive. All right, she can make it. I'm just make, a guess. <laughs> we'll see, see what she says. Janice, Janice will be there with bells on, and her <clears> husband Ray. Um, uh, where is it playing? And oh, you are you're going over to New York? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ian and Sandy, four states. That's four that's, states. So no far a, then. That's what we. <laughs> that's what we would call a fair trek. <laughs> fair trek. Right, Janice. Next excuse. <laughs> you're fucking arsed in New York. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so you're going over to New York. And this yeah, we, we Sandy and Ian, the two camera guys. Oh, um, we, we're going over. Um, Yes, yeah, so the film's on, and there's a bit of a secret squirrel mission. So, more news on that. When okay. we get there. <laughs> I was going to ask what cameras you filmed on because I'm a bit oh. of a geek that way. Yeah, it's, it started out. Um, I got the Sony A6300 because one of their guys, Hunter, he had one. Um, right. But then, oh, like, technology changes so quick that, you know, a couple of years down the line, like, they were old hat, and um, Sandy had a Fuji that was miles better. And now Sandy and Ian are using Black Magic, um, which is pretty much the next level. So, well, that's what you guys yeah. use, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. got three of them now. Mm. <laughs> uh, <it's> like, <clears throat> okay. And then I got I got a DJI to add to the fucking collection, but that's going back tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck me, man. A what? Fuck me. A DJI, right? I saw Beans using a DJI. And was like, motherfucker, I've got to get one of these because it shoots phenomenally in 4K. looks amazing. Oh, you still got it? It's there now because they're shut on a Sunday, right? But tomorrow this motherfucker's going back. I opened it up. Worked amazingly. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I was talking here to Robbie about it. And then, and then I turned it on and it just stopped working. Look at that. Just stopped working. Unbelievable. And I look online and everybody's like, I've got the same issue. And there's no resolution. So they're giving me a fucking other one. Tell you that right now. Right, you motherfuckers. See. Let's see. Hold it on. So, sorry, what actually is this thing? Sorry, bastard. Is so it's basically, a, it's a 4K camera that shoots phenomenally, and it's a gimbal. It's literally the... See if you wanted to make a film and you don't know much about cameras. This is fucking all you need. Yeah, Would so you say like that? 4K camera, 
It does mm -hmm. 60 frames, so you can get some slow mo on it. Does time lapses. Does all sorts Definitely. of stuff that, that I don't even use, but see for like some fight scenes that were on vehicles and stuff. Uh, we're using that because you can get it in places you can't. You could put it on the stick, which extends mm -hmm. out, and you can do like fake crane and jib shots. But because it's on the gimbal, like like on a like on a drone, mm -hmm. it's essentially what's on a drone. It's just super smooth and cinematic. It's As incredible. I was I was playing a bit with the feature that you actually you, <laughs> I just touch my face on the screen and then and then I move and it'll let the camera will literally smoothly follow me. Mm -hmm. it's fucking outstanding. Well, the the part that we done for the advert. I've got it trailering on the big screen and I watched it and I was like, holy shit, that was done on that wee thing and it looks amazing on the big screen. Yeah, I thought, yeah. motherfucker, I'm getting this thing. It's insane. Um, but it's going back in order, I'm getting a new one. <laughs> Fuck that, man. What the hell happened there? Uh, that's a common issue, by the way. There's a lot of people right. that have it. There doesn't seem to be uh, an, like a resolution to it, but I believe if I, I've got the box and everything, it's just going straight back in and I'll get a new one. But yeah, that's not I've seen that people have issues with it and they say, Hit it off a wall. I'm like, oh, wow. Mm. Well, if you do that, I can't send it back. <laughs> like, there, there's no problem. I'm like, no, it was fucked before I hit it. It'd be funny. You, you take it back to the shop and they're like, we'll just have one of our technicians have a look at it. Dave, aye, have a look at this. Fucking launch. There you go, fixed. <laughs> uh, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. So um, that's, it's quite decent. Um, so, I with uh, Dick Dynamite, um, you've been pretty much. Since I've known you, you've been every other wee while. You're out at all these big, these big festivals. What was it like hanging with Michael Ironside and having him agree to do Dick Dynamite to motherfucker? Um, Come on, like right? It, it was awesome. Like he, I, I met him like as soon as I got taken to the venue, uh, like at the back door, ready to go in at the opening ceremony. As soon as I arrived, he arrived in his taxi at the exact same time. So we got to like introduce straight away. Um, and I was sort of like, fucking hell, he's fucking huge. Um, and he was he was dead nice in that. And then I I was like s invited second on the stage, and like I'm speaking on the stage, and he's like 15 foot away from me at the side of the stage, and he starts heckling me while, while I'm speaking <laughs> on the mic through the crowd, <laughs> like, like interrupting me and stuff. And then I was like, yeah, because you know my film Dick Dynamite, it's got the Scandinavian premise, and he, he's like, what? Dick Dynamite? Did he just say Dick? And I was like, <laughs> and I was just like, and I was just like, I just had to roll with it. I was like, I was like, that's correct, Michael. And I was hoping uh, you could join me in being in the sequel. And he's like, you mean double Dick Dynamite? I was like, oh <laughs> double D, there, mate. That's a steelbook. Double D edition. He, he totally. I was like, this guy totally gets it, you know, like because as much as a bad guy on screen as he, as he is, and like super stern and stuff, like. He's a funny fucker, um, in a really sort of, like really uh, dry way, you know. Always, like, always then, loved that guy. Like, he's like, phenomenal. All, I love, like, I love the fact that we movie that, that that was shown at the festival. You know, that was like he was a special guest, so they showed tons of his films, and every every film he done a, a big talk after it, and his wow. stories were absolutely incredible. And then some of them were super personal that he couldn't go into, and like right after it, he just come up to me and he was just like grab me over the shoulder and tell me all this stuff, like. And I'm like, this is insane stuff. Like about right. film stars that you know. That are our oh, we hear about them all the time, yeah, man. There was there was one that uh, yeah painted someone in a very bad light, and if he had yeah, I better not say that. Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? You tell us one, we'll tell you one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying names. 
<laughs> Come on, right. You don't have to tell us who told you. That's what we can do. We can tell you who was the prick and what happened, but we can't tell you who told us. <laughs> I mean, he's already said it was Michael Ironside that told him. Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> fuck up, man. I nearly had him. <laughs> <laughs> we heard that Patrick Bergen's a right prick. Oh, who's he again? <laughs> the, the bad guy in Sleeping with the Enemy. The one that beat the shit out of Julia Roberts. Wait a minute. Is that the same one that you were told about? He's like, he's in Dick No, Dick no, no, but I think there is a, <laughs> like, like, there's a weird connection there, but like... Yeah. No way, no, spell it, yeah. spell it. It was <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> and, and Lizzo. <laughs> Fuck off. Hey, you're too good at this. Have you, you've had media training, like, motherfucker. And John Carpenter's the thing, they, like, they combined and like became this... <laughs> This thing. I need a Lizzo t-shirt. Mattyman, <laughs> please put Lizzo in a Dick Dynamite poster. Please. please. The, the, the problem, Dick the, Dynamite too with Lizzo, and she's just no in it. But we just the, the, problem with, the, the problem with Lizzo t-shirts is they start at 4XL. <laughs> mate, oh, man. Mate, I think, do you know how sometimes Deadpool's really good at a marketing campaign where it's just, they go, biz, go bonkers. I think you should absolutely, for Dick Dynamite too, have have it be that Lizzo is in it, right? She's all the fucking marketing, but she's just no one in the film. That'd be hilarious. That'd be fucking... Well, well, the missus joked that, you know, all these Barbie stalls, you know, like the fake uh-huh. toy box that everyone's getting in. But genius yeah. marketing plan. She she said, oh, I should get a Dick Dynamite one, you know, like an action figure for people to pose in, which is a well, brilliant me- idea, but it's like, how the fudge do I make that? My sister made the bar- the Barbie one for our cinema. Yeah, yeah. If someone watching this can provide us with another big fuck off cardboard box, I'm sure my sister would be happy to make one. <laughs> That'd be that pretty, would cool, be pretty like. cool. That would be epic. Um, Matthewman, remember how I says to you that while we're on the show, stuff that we say, he photoshops and sends <clears throat> in. Here we go, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes of the Fred soldier. Right, right said Fred, Fred, you're fucking <laughs> dead. He's too sexy for your patch. <laughs> <laughs> He's too sexy for your patch. Mate, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that. Craig, that might be one of your best yet. Certainly when it comes to the tagline. The tagline is superb. <laughs> too sexy for your pish. I'm too sexy for your pish. Too sexy for your pish. Oh, you can finish it. So, <laughs> so, so sexy, sexy for your pish. Chew on this. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Oh, man, this is going off the rails, man. <laughs> no, this, is, this is how I it should be, man. <laughs> oh, man. Um, DD so, planes, DD planes. What? I, I was going to ask uh, the the guy that's playing Dick Dynamite. Um, how, do, how do you do you did you know him personally? A- anyway, is is he just a mate? He plays yeah. in the band. Yeah, death, that's right. right. Yeah, Snars is the the drummer of Certain Death. Right. Um, and ever since I've known him, he's just been totally jacked. Uh, like, <laughs> um, we've got one of them too. <laughs> <laughs> also begins with an S. That's yeah. not me. <laughs> and um, yeah, like like even an early music video, he, he wore this sort of running man style costume, uh, and like 
in an Arnie accent. So there, there was always just <laughs> stuff like that. And then it was sort of like when I'd done this sort of reboot of Thick Dynamite, like Arnie style, just killing everyone. It was like, it was like, I was just like, Snars, that's him. You know? And, <laughs> and he, he totally, he totally brought his A game. I can't believe I just said that. That's really weird. Hey. <laughs> but like, you know, like, there's so many instances like, right, Snars, and in two weeks you're filming with uh, blah, 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 or blah, 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 you know, like pretty big film stars. And not once did he, he come and say to me, he's like, by the way, Steve, I'm, I'm fucking nervous about filming. He just like, he just Fuck fucking it. aced it like, <laughs> like every time. Oh, that's, that's, that's class. Do you know when you, when, see when you find the right person for your project that's mm. well i feel there's a lot of parallels here because i do exactly what you do we i haven't for every guy you have in your team i have a guy also right so it's like they're very yeah. parallel and when when i got the script from john rooney for a good night's sleep i read it and went jmac would be fucking perfect for this role mm. <laughs> it's almost like an extension of he takes me he's like jordan this guy's like a fat kind of lazy bastard i think you'd be good at that <laughs> thanks a lot <laughs> no, I just felt there was depth to the character. I said, "Jamie, oh, I, I, that's what it was." I, I'd actually joked to to one of the dynamite guys that actually sort of just said in passing, and Joe was like, oh, I'd love to try more stuff in front of screen. Uh, you know, try and act a little bit." And next thing I know, I get a message: "Oh, you, you're filming with us on these dates." And I was like, "All right, cool." And they said, "Oh, X, Y, Z, ABC is in it," and they're like, "Big deal actors." I'm like, "What the?" You know, I just say I was kind of like joking. Yeah, I'd like to try it, uh, and I'm typecast. Um, I'm a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> you have that ga Gary Oldman and True Romance look about I, you. Then I, I dressed as him as Halloween a couple of years ago. Like I, I, I used, to, I'd get that a lot. Oh, you look like Drexel. Um <laughs> but, but yeah, I was recently a, a drug dealer in my brother's film as well. So yeah, ah. there's, there's my, my typecast. <laughs> You do have a lot of really heavy hitters on this film. Even Nick Oliveri. Yeah, yeah. Nick Oliveri. He was the bassist, right, for Queens of the Stone Age? Queens of the Stone Age, yeah. So we had him and Black Dahlia from... Uh, they were on tour with Dwarves. Um, mm. They didn't wear underwear, we noticed, when uh, they got changed in their costumes. Certain <laughs> 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 uh, type of folk. <laughs> I don't know if it's just an American thing. <laughs> It's like, guys, these are rentals. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said that, actually, for one of the costume guys. It's like original, <laughs> World War, original World War II outfit. It's got <laughs> uncircumcised American ball sweat on it. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can buy as a, as part of the fucking memorabilia on dynamitestore.co.uk. <laughs> um, yep, Clive Russell. By the way, we story for you from, from us. He was one of the mm. first people that we ever had to face to face because J Mac and I started the podcast over a conversation. We used to work together, and we, and I, I wanted to get away from music because every time I was in a band, people would always stray, and I felt like I'd wasted a couple of years trying to do something that was going to go nowhere. So I thought I'll, I'll start a podcast because then I'm relying solely on myself. So I started done a couple of episodes myself and was like, I need something. Realized that something was J Mac, and then I laid it out to him. I was like, mate, we should do this, 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 and this. So when we really started. We got together and we went to a convention where we where we met Clive Russell, and there there he is in front of us. Oh, there's there's beginners. There's this guy that we've seen in everything, Thirteenth Warrior, so many things that that we've seen Clive in. And I was like, right, let's go for it. Our very first, you know, f complete imposter syndrome. And he was probably <laughs> the nicest that we've ever interviewed. Right, 
gave us so much his time. Sweetheart, aye. Even after the interview, we were telling him, here's what our plans are. Which, by the way, we achieved all of those things we set out and we said to him, which would be cool when we're in Bathgate to see if he even remotely remembers that conversation. Yeah. Um, but we we said, here's our plan for like the next five years. And he seemed to, you know, some folk are like, oh, yeah, good luck on you. But he genuinely asked us about it and, and felt, we felt mm. like he was very much like rooting for us, um, just yeah. how sincere he was. So how did you get involved with Clive and what was it like working with him on Dick Dynamite? Um, so, so Athol, who's in the film and like helped tons, like helped secure locations and everything, um, he's in the film a bunch. And then, like, it was much the same with quite a lot of people. I think they they got involved with the film and been on so many shoots, and been on so many shoots because they had fun on it and just wanted to come back. Um, but and 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 a lot of these cases, they were like. By the way, this is actually looking really good. And I was like, "Cool, awesome!" And, and I think, uh, and, and like a backhanded case, compliment. Yeah, in Athol's <laughs> case, he was like, "Not only this is good fun, but it's actually looking pretty cool." <laughs> like, oh, you, you know that I'm friends with Clive Russell, and I'm like, "I was like, wait, you mean that Clive Russell?" He was like, "Yeah, yeah." And he was like, I, "I could ask him about being in it," and, and I was like, "Oh, cool." So it was sort of like, I think it was like the main finale, and and tried to sort of like write in a part for him. Um, so we had mm. him as like this sort of like chief monk, like of, of the the church, the final location. Mm. Uh, so we had him and a few others. Um, and how was he like? What what was he like with you that day? He, he was he was super cool. I think he was he was pretty intense in yeah. his script a lot of the time. Yeah, but he's, he's huge. He's he's like six, he is. People don't realize, but he's a fucking monster, right? Yeah, he's massive. Yeah, a sweet monster. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, he's dead nice. He's dead nice. And yeah, like, I think like I, I got I got a really nice email from him as well, saying like he's like I, I can't believe how you did that. Like you were doing the jobs of like ten people, having like running about storyboards, costume, like, all, all this sort of stuff. Um, but even like when I first sent him the script, actually, that that was um, he said to me, he was like, "You're shooting them. You plan on shooting us in one night?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And he's like, "He's like, if, <laughs> if this is a real a real." movie shoot this would take i think he said two weeks and i was like oh. and i was like okay <laughs> so i took it on board and was like we'll film it in two nights <laughs> what the fuck do you mean a fucking real movie shoot see when i see you <laughs> <laughs> fucking real movie this is a real movie god motherfucking damn it <laughs> um, he, but yeah like i think even that we had to book an extra night in that church and then it conflicted with like organ practice and everything like that um, <laughs> and there was there was this like weird weird painting uh, in the church of like it was like jesus getting a blowy or something it was, it was <laughs> so, so weird <laughs> everybody everybody was taking photos and they checked out that is weird uh, <laughs> i think somebody's probably just put that there to see how, how long how long the priest could go without noticing it <laughs> so did clive clive do it as a favor then or was he kind of through the the role um yeah i think i think like like oh i'd met him previous to that as well actually because b- mm-hmm. before i'd asked him to come into the film um like i, I run I, I do a sort of like film kind of workshop thing for kids from like uh like disadvantaged areas and stuff like that um and i'd suggested um at the end of the course like he come along and sort of present them with awards for like their their acting mm-hmm. and involvement with the film and stuff and he did and they got mm-hmm. in the paper and stuff so, so that was super cool. He was like, like right. said, like I think just how 
genuinely nice he is you know and he does care about this sort of stuff as mm-hmm. far as i know he's like opened galas and stuff through this way yeah he just seems like a, a total gentleman he's the type yeah. of guy that if you were sitting at a party and you meet friends of friends and he was there and you'd never seen him in anything you would never believe he was an actor just because of how down to earth and how much of like someone's uncle he probably mm. seems just a genuine a genuinely nice guy and that's that was always my remember that last day we were on the same day that clive russell was like yeah yeah you can have all of my time was super sound chatted to us even after the camera stopped rolling Zoe from EastEnders was like, get these fuckers away from me. <laughs> <laughs> and Jimmy V ones. that day, mate, we actually hung with Jimmy V that day also, oh, cool. right? And we had a good interview with him, a good rapport. And then the next time we met him, it's like, Jimmy, remember us? He's like, I've not a fucking clue who you guys are. <laughs> but start all over again, eh? But it'd be pretty cool if he comes on the 19th. Yeah, uh, yeah, as, yeah. Is he totally. confirmed to come? Where is he from? I thought he was like along your way. He's ah, he's not far from us at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, is he no. in the film? No. He's got a small part. You can't. No. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we'll get him in. <laughs> hopefully we'll get him in the the next one. I've just fucked that chance. I <laughs> not a chance. He Emma is my middle man, middle it. person for for Jimmy. So Emma, if you're watching. <laughs> Let me know if you think this is funny or not, or if you and want Jimmy to. Jimmy was really sound. He was in Rocketman. Um, he was well. I mind sent him. Like, last we we spoke to him, I was like, oh, man, it's motherfucking R2-D2. So what have you been up to since we last saw you? He's like, oh, I'm in, a, I'm in Rocketman. I'm like, all right, I the Elton John film. And I watched the Elton John film, and he's there for like a ball here a second. Is he? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know why they needed a wee dude to play the part that he played. I felt right. like if you're going to get Jimmy V... You're getting Jimmy V for his characteristics and everything mm. about it. So the yeah, part yeah. should be about that rather than just the yeah, I, yeah. I think he was box ticked on that one. But he was <laughs> well, totally I, I, Yeah, I kinda wish I did have him in the film. Like, I, I, like there was there He'd was a, epic. a scene in particular, um was a nightmare uh, sequence. Um <laughs> which which is a bit it's a bit shit for me because like it was like the end of COVID and loads of us just got fucked up in the woods and and like set stuff on fire, and like people were like, oh, that's yeah. the most amazing scene in the film. And I was just like, we just got wasted in the woods and set stuff on fire. <laughs> like whereas <laughs> the scenes where we choreographed the show of gunfights, fist fights, and all that stuff. Yet, oh, that's the best bit. It's like, come yeah. on. Um, but you know, you we, got, yeah, we got Harry just in like a pig mask and stuff, like because uh... he's you know like child size and things like that. So. <laughs> Do you think maybe the reason people say that that's, a, and I'm speaking purely having not seen the scene, right? But do you think maybe people resonate with that scene more so because getting fucked up in the woods, right, and setting fire to shit, there's a proper brotherhood in that shit, and there's something really real and relatable? It, do you think it, maybe that's why? Yeah, it doesn't quite come across as that on screen. It, it's like mm. a weird sort of trippy scene. Um, but and, and you know it's got this sort of like slow country song over it, and it's like super trippy. Uh, mm. But in, in reality, you know, we just had like metal tunes blaring, and like like I said, it was like tail end of COVID and stuff, and it was just like loads of us got together. At one point, I, I just had this release. I, I literally put my camera on the ground and just started like moshing like crazy to the tunes. Oh man! Out, like by the fire, drinking beer. It was just like you know, you've not been around people and stuff for. 
for so long and it was just like this sort of mm -hmm. release being like thank fuck we're not in lockdown anymore you know um, by the way J-Mac and I had a, an experience like that pre-lockdown by the way right. get this right good couple of friends we all got tomahawks start fucking throwing them at the trees brought the bluetooth speaker plenty of booze couple of tents roaring fire this motherfucker went to his bed at 8 o'clock man he went and he's like right guys <laughs> Where's my slippers? He put the fucking house coat on and went straight into his tent. I was that fucked, right? That I went to sleep when it was light. When I woke up, all my mates were like, Kev, you've aged 40 years, mate. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I had to stay up that fucking day. Motherfucker, shame. <laughs> <laughs> that was the with, with the nightmare scene, actually. The, it was like, it, I mean, it, it, it was surreal as anything. People that were like there that were teetotal and stuff were like, I feel like I'm on drugs. You know, it was just such <laughs> a surreal scene. And like, but the Colin that plays Hitler, he was late and couldn't find the place. But like the kids we had playing pigs and stuff, that sounds weird. Um, like we, we were like, All right, Hitler's on route, you know, and stuff like that. And they were jumping about going, yay, Hitler's coming. I was like, this is so surreal. <laughs> so Hitler is in the film. Hitler, yeah, Hitler. I saw in the trailer. In my opinion, he is the most screen accurate Hitler ever. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Mr. Bronson from Grange Hill, who's played Hitler a bunch, and in Indiana Jones, the guy in Downfall, the guy in Glorious Bastards, they've not got shit on Colin. He is like <laughs> legit. I never uh, thought the guy in Glorious Bastards was particularly good, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> G Mac, wait till you see see him, man. It's it's uncanny. Like even getting ready in my studio and stuff before yeah, going out, no. it was like totally double take. And like the like one of the main scenes is in he's like escapes on a boat, and like we, we shot that in West Weems, and pretty much like the whole village came out and they're like on the edge of the pier, being like, "What is this? Ah. Hitler's out <laughs> in our oceans." <laughs> it was just absolutely that that made the papers like the four of them genuinely look like a sort of paparazzi photo he's in his trench coat like holding the collar up <laughs> god there is there's definitely i mean dick dynamite is sprawled with characters we can see here there's Watty from the exploited that's right and the fella that looks like flea in the middle who's he <laughs> funnily enough uh, he is a bass player and there's there's photos of him jamming with flea uh, so, <laughs> no way yeah yeah so that that's harley flanagan uh from the oh, chromax no. from new york um, nice. And he's one of the most craziest live wire individuals I've ever met. Um, yeah, Guys, so I'm just going to duck for two seconds. Right? My, my, my baby's crying. I'll just be two uh, two seconds. I, I thought that was me here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we, we blue screened Harley in right there where we're stood. Um, ah. So that's across from Bannerman's in Edinburgh. Uh, Chromax right. were, yeah, yeah. were playing Bannerman's. So yeah, I'd, I'd asked Harley. And the build up to if if we could shoot uh, before the show, and yeah, we blue screened him in. Ah. Who's the handsome fella with the mustache? Uh, oh, Matthew. Yeah, yeah, he's a, a costume guy from from Stirling Bay. Um, oh, nice man. He's he could speak fluent German and stuff as well. So like when we're oh. shooting stuff, he's like he's like shouting stuff out that sounds totally out of video game or something. <laughs> no way. This fella. This. I recognize uh, him. Yeah, it's Luke Evans. I mean, Johnny Depp. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's Marrakesh, um, mm. the handsome bugger that he is. So he plays the character of Brooklyn. 
Um, oh, nice. Which is going to be quite odd being in Brooklyn, showing the film, and people <laughs> there are probably going to be like, he doesn't sound like he's from fucking Brooklyn, so <laughs> we'll, put it, we'll put it to the test. The typical way. By the way, how good was um, Chris Pine and Outlocking? Yeah, yeah, his accent was done not bad. I think I know people that that worked on that, and everybody said the whole thing. They were like, the whole movie, the whole movie hangs on his accent, mm-hmm. and and yeah. now he pulled it off. It was pretty good. Nice, definitely. Don't make it the one. She's she's in the movie a bunch. I can hear next door. Ah, of course. Go for it. <laughs> I think this is the first kid bar mine that's been on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> My kids always come in. Um, Angus, Angus is fine. He's just being a dick. <laughs> Typical man. Fucking just give him a good left and right. I man. think it's it's annoying because he was asleep, and then I had to shout at Murray for being a dick, and yeah, that then woke him up, and he's not been back to sleep since. Typical man. Hitler got lost. I love your personality, Robbie. Oh, I'll need, I'll need to bring that back up when he comes back. You're a dick dynamite, about being in it. Hey, hello, <laughs> hello, hi. You're on a podcast live. You're on YouTube. Hi. I think I've got a picture here, right, of you. Ooh. Is, it, is it yourself? Is it? Let me just see. Oh no, <laughs> where did it go? I thought I had. Are we? No, it's not that one because that's oh. Snars. Who's that? That's Snars. Snars, and who else? Who's that, Eva? I don't know. You don't know? It's Uncle Shawnee. It's your own uncle. <laughs> <laughs> is that um, your brother? Oh, then who's that? Harry, yes, your brother. Ah, nice. Next to Bigger Is that, that, a picture, could, that, that oh. picture could get him into trouble at school? Like, <laughs> I think so. Get him some, some perks in drama class. He could teach a few folk a few things. Um, what's it like for you ever being on set? What was it like filming with dad? When? When? When you filmed with Peter <laughs> and. Georgia. Um, when you were making the film. Yeah. Do you know was what, it, what's going to happen? Is it a rubbish time? Good. Oh, it was good. Oh, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Ava's going to go on to have a, a huge Hollywood career. And yeah. she'll, always look, she'll look back on this like um, Adam Sandler did on Overboard. Remember that <laughs> film? Is it oh, Overboard? Yeah. Uh, he, Which is a class yeah. film, but it's something that gets lost in, in his... Oh no, it is not a class film. Mm. You don't think so? No, it's horrifically bad. It's weird. Why is some, it? some Adam Sandler stuff's good, some it's horrendous. I this, find the horrendous stuff hey, seems to be the stuff towards the end of his career. Mate, look it up on IMDb and look at its score. It is far mate, from a good film. If we no. go from... No, no, no. Just, just look at it. <laughs> just look at it. No. I think well, Daddy's got to answer the questions, okay? Um, is there anything else you want to say about the film before you go and put your head back on? What happens in Daddy's film? Spoilers. Is there zombies in it? (laughs) No, there is. (laughs) She's she's been media trained. She's given Uh, nothing away. Sabotaged your interview. (laughs) She's the most professional one on the show tonight. (laughs) Okay, right. Dad, better go on and speak to these fine gentlemen, okay? About the movie. Fine All gentlemen. Right? First, you want to say bye, YouTube? Thanks. Like, speak like Sophie. No, because you're on YouTube. 
She watches this really annoying YouTuber called Sophie. <laughs> Hi, YouTubers. I'm Sophie I'm from Cherry Pop Productions. I'm going to London in like a week or two, and my son's given me a picture of a YouTuber that's from London and told me to look right. out for him. Like, I'll find him in London. Well, <laughs> it cannot be worse than Sophie from Cherry Pop Productions. <laughs> I don't think I've checked. Bye, it. Eva. Right, say bye, bye. Nice to meet you. Say bye to everybody who's I'll watching. I'll see you on the 19th, Ava, right? Yeah. We'll do a proper Q&A. Bye, Ava. <laughs> bye. <laughs> no, she's full of beans now. Chew, <laughs> chew, get up. <laughs> I didn't even mean that. <laughs> uh, um, well, I've got a few comments here. Um, ask about Lefty's stunt cock. <gasps> stunt cock? What? What's a Drexel? And <laughs> Janice says, I love your personality, Robbie. Janice, you must see that dynamite. Maybe maybe you could send Janice a screener because she won't be able to make it to Bathgate and okay. unlikely she'll get to New York. But then again, then again, I'm right in thinking that pretty soon it may be available worldwide. Yeah, like I said, bro, Disney uh, Disney's taking it over. You just channeled you just channeled Doctor Evil there. I don't know if they know <laughs> that you did this. Who, who me? Hi. You were just like, shouldn't it maybe be available? Worldwide. <laughs> Laser worldwide. <laughs> Laser disc. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Zippy. I, I just bought a Laser disc, my first ever Laser disc. Mate, you and J Mac need to get a room. You guys, <laughs> he, he's laser dick. Is he done? Oh, that's laser, laser dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs> All I asked for was dicks with freaking laser beams attached to their heads. <laughs> oh, Connor. superb! That's like how I used to say my friend Connor. Connor. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a lovely. I think I've, I've got laser, the. I think laser yeah. dicks got to make it into. Uh, the sequel. <laughs> Mate, I've Everything. got the the train spotting Criterion Collection laser disc. It's beautiful, and I've oh, got wow. uh, Shallow Grave as well somewhere. Awesome. In fact, I it's right behind I, me. I need to get Anybody a laser disc. Oh, nice. I, I don't have a player. I just seen it in the same tan shop. It's like I've got to get that. I'm exactly the same. I, I, <laughs> the players are too expensive. I'm like, no, nah, no. Nah. I've seen like I've just put them on my wall and then remember what they were like and watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get <clears> all the time i get dvd i get dvd like i've got spider-man like the 2002 toby Maguire one mm. like five times just because i'm like that dvd case is different for the last one mm. and i like i love it that much that i'll just keep buying it Fucking i'll buy it just... in. <laughs> I, I, i'll just I buy it because i'm like it shouldn't be there i do stuff like that out of old age but like oh i love that film buying dvd and i get home like i've already got it two or three times <laughs> i bought a straight <laughs> armstrong last year i've done that recently Mate. with the the wild bunch but i bought it on blu-ray um, right, I buy nineties figures. I've I've seen the I've seen the whale bunch once. That's a right. Sam Sam Peck and Pa. I've, um, I've seen it once. I'll be honest, mate. I didn't really like it very much. I thought the I thought the editing was really irritating, especially <laughs> towards the end with the big shootout and stuff. I just felt like I didn't know where the fuck I was looking. Um, the but, shootout is one of the best. <laughs> I just yeah maybe I, maybe I was crab at that night. It, it does happen. Like I'll watch a film and I'm crab it, and then I'll I'll love it later. Like Interstellar, I hated Interstellar when I first watched it, thought because I was crab it, and then I rewatched it, and it's now one of my favorite films. So that's the thing that, that there is various films that that I find you watch it and you're like mm, that's not so good, and then you watch it a second time, third Terminator time, Three gets, gets better.
better and better. No. Uh, Book of um, Eli, I was like that with. The first time I watched that, I was, I was like, mm, it's not that good. But every and I watched it, it was on at somebody's house once by accident. I was like, I was like, fucking hell, this is really good the way it's done and everything. And ever since then, I liked it more and more. You know, there's a whole big shootout in the house. It was like a big one take thing, and the camera's going in, like, like it goes into this cabin through like a bullet hole or something. It's, it's, <clears throat> it's really well done. We've got another oh. Matthew Man in coming. <laughs> 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 oh my <laughs> days. <laughs> I remember I that. What a was, man. Like, my my mate had the the poster from that that he got from the video shop in like nineteen eighty nine. I've never actually <laughs> seen it. Um, I've never mate, even heard of that one. No, it's John Candy, Armed and Dangerous. <laughs> oh I no, I have heard of that. Did, did I, I was actually right? I was going fat and dangerous. I've never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if I was right, Matthew. Man, <laughs> I, I recall that. So I, I believe I believe you were correct. Matthew Man's such a he's such a gift to the world. Heather says, "Love Book of Eli, mate." Hey, Heather, yeah. hey, hey, again, blast um, for the past. <laughs> no sitting here for ages. Um, you need to you need to connect with Heather um, Beans. I'll tell you that. Um, Matthew Man says, "John Candy was my childhood fucking legend. He was he was Uncle Buck. He was in everything that that was that was class. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's pan breed now, so yeah. game here." Um, yeah, here's a question for you, Beans. Based on the um, so we've made a short film, right? Mm -hmm. And as people that th this was our first real big project, and Heather, by the way, who just popped up there in the comments, she was a big part of that also. When we made our film, and then we watched it for the first time, a couple drafts, and then to where its final form is now, I still watch it and go, There's a few things I would change in it. Right, but on the whole, I think everybody done phenomenal. I think it is basically as good as it can be, personally. But I think a lot, I'll, I'll be like this with everything. I always think to myself, I could have done a wee bit better here, 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 and here. What's your where do you sit on Dick Dynamite when you watch it? Do you feel like so? So, here's a question for you, right? So, if Michael Ironside and all the people that you love, right, and all the people that you admire are sitting in a room and you're about to show your movie. Do you leave that room when you hit the play button going, they're going to fucking love this? Or or, or are you very much like, fuck, where are you at on that? Oh, man, there's tons. Every time, like, I think next time I watch it, I need to um, write down all the stuff that needs a final change. You know, there's been various changes along the way. You know, th yeah. th there is a lot of things like re removing, like, wind turbines in the background and things like that. Because um, it does, like, yeah, as... as as hokey and fun as the movie is, seeing stuff like that it will just totally remove you from the situation, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, the, there's right, that needs to go or be changed. Um, I think your boys back but, in the computer. You know, like, when does it stop? <laughs> Am I going to go full on? Oh, is he actually gone? Oh, he's froze. Hey, that's a quite funny picture that he's froze on. Oh. <laughs> the Mac and me. He's froze. <laughs> Speaking of Mac and me, next week. <laughs> fucking joking. <laughs> Where's Beans? Beans, you froze, my man. I don't know if you can still see us. If you can, tap three times. 
What is uh, boot him out, boot him out, and let him come back in again. I can't boot him out. I can only take him off the screen. But he's went, he's went blank. I know somebody's burnt his beans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, while we wait on beans reconnecting, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. It's been nearly, I think, maybe I've been, I don't is know that, about a is year, but next weekend is it next weekend? Yes, uh, it's nineteenth, mate. You're you're definitely coming, right? Hey, uh, <laughs> have you said to the wife? Today, <laughs> ah, we've got a guy on the podcast. Oh, who is he? It was oh, he's making a film, but we're showing it. We're showing it in the nineteenth. She's like, he's when gonna are you going to kill me? I'm taking <laughs> over for just now. Wait, Beans is de-aged. <laughs> he's going to the toilet. So I'm just taking over. Just Hi, now. Harry. Oh yeah. Hi. Well, um, you can you can tell us in Harry. What was it like being in your dad's film? Hi. And what is the film like? Is it? It's it's a good film. It's it's a fun experience. Like. Being on set and everything. Uh, and how, what's, how the best, what's the best bit? What's the best bit about being on set? Probably getting pelted with blood balloons. <laughs> yeah, we heard all about that. <laughs> Did you get smashed get afterwards? <laughs> yeah, I, I got, um, I got a few thrown at me in a few yeah. different shots. How nice! <laughs> and what, your, what was your, it like? Your out, your outfit was cool, man. <laughs> uh, we were showing pictures there to the. To I bring, the can you bring it up again? Yes, I can. It, look, it looks like a, it looks like a movie poster itself. You could have your own film. Oh, no. Have all your pals been like that? You're getting an extra something at playtime. Might <laughs> even get expelled from <laughs> for the Nazism. Do you know That's what's a... funny? <laughs> Let me tell you a story. There was a boy. There was a boy at my school that drew a swastika on the wall and got uh -huh. suspended for it. He got suspended for it. Um, what's the what's, what's it been like? For your friends and that. I mean, first off, it's cool that you're in a movie, right? So you can say that to your friends. Hey, how many of you guys are in a film, right? But then on the flip side, how many of you guys have played a Nazi? <laughs> <laughs> what's what, what's that been like? <laughs> um, quite a lot of them don't even believe me that I'm uh -huh, in right. The, the film. <laughs> My child went through that as well. Like, I have to show them all the trailers and stuff on YouTube mm -hmm. to prove mm -hmm. that I am actually in it. <laughs> yeah. Are you a wee celebrity at the school now? No, not really. No. Mate, it's on mate. Plus. When it's on, yeah, when it's on Disney Plus with the Lizzo reboot. <laughs> <laughs> Trained, man. That's phenomenal. By the way, one thing you can tell your friends and anybody, right, that's going to get you instant street cred. Mate, you've worked with Irvin Welsh, Noah Hathaway. You've worked with Clive Russell, Nicola Vary, Beans Goldblum, right? You have worked <laughs> with some heavy, heavy hitters. There are actors in the <laughs> acting world that have been in TV that cannot say that. And you can. Now you've so been on a well, podcast as well. You've been right, on you've a been YouTube on, show. Right? An award winning podcast that's never won a single award yet. <laughs> <laughs> He, he was in the same way Clive Russell. Tell him. Yeah, I, I was in right. the church team with him. How tall right. is he, by the way? How tall is he? Huge. Massive. Right. <laughs> That's what, by the way, do you know how many people would love to say they've worked with Clive Russell? We have. We we, we can say it because we've okay. met Clive before. But that's a lot. Like You should wear that with pride. Is acting something that you see yourself doing in the future? Probably. Well, you're in good hands, mate. Stick with your yeah, dad. Yeah. How many different people you were in the film? What, 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 what all was I in the film? I was zombie. Yeah. Hitler Youth. Zombie 3. Zombie Hitler Youth. <laughs> Hitler <laughs> Youth. You played young Hitler. That's phenomenal. No, no. That's phenomenal. 
Hitler you. What's so young? A Hitler youth is the young Hitler man. Disney Plus featuring Lizzo. Hitler's more. Alex Stiffler's mom. Hitler youth. Genuinely thought it was a young Hitler. Oh yes, does that know what that fucking is? Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry. That was Hitler. Hitler had a touch. <laughs> sorry, Harry. Hey, my son's called Harry also. Uh, Heather oh. says, "Oh my God, guess what they've done in my school? Painted a swastika on the wall in the English corridor. Watch the space for my school going viral." <sighs> We're just setting up for Lizzo's appearance in Dick Dynamite too. Filmed at Heather's school. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking if we do get Dick Dynamite 2 with Lizzo, we should also have Samuel Jackson as Hitler. <laughs> I hate it with these motherfucking Jews! I'm done, man. The worst Don't part is the, the worst part is motherfucker wasn't the worst thing I said there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Harry. But to be Jesus. fair, you did play Hitler Youth. You'd be used to more, right? Right, so... <laughs> Like, does he look like a Jew? (laughs) (laughs) He's monkey fried. Does he look like a Jew? (laughs) Then why are you trying to kill him? (laughs) Oh man, we're gonna get in so much trouble. (laughs) Well done, Harry. You just got us banned. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) I should name Harry Bando. Like Harry Bando. I should name. Hey, Bando. <laughs> it's like Marlon Brando. It's a play on Marlon Brando, right? Uh, Janice uh, says that would be phenomenal. Janice, all the way from the states, said that would be phenomenal. See, we've just we've just concocted something. Here. We've just made something. Jews on a plane. Because what's his name? He already wore an SS outfit and oh yeah, and the spirit. Yeah, the spirit. He wore a Nazi. Oh, that's right. Was that was that film no rubbish? Very. Which film? Yeah. The Which spirit. One? He had like a red tie. The ah. Uh, I remember this film. Who had a red tie? I think Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. It was done. It was. It was almost like Sin, Sin City style. I think. Ah, uh, that only works for Sin City. No, even the second one, just the first one. I've never even uh, seen the same one. Harry, someone was asking about Lefty stunt double earlier. Do you want to speak about that? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, did you actually play it? No, no. The stunt double had to get pierced. Yeah. Um. Hi. Yeah. Mhm. Pier- pierced. <laughs> where, where about? Ah, um, in the arcade, and then we filmed the shop. Just <laughs> my mum's coffee shop. No, no, but I said I didn't mean where. Where did he? Where? Where did the piercing happen? Like where? Where did this person get oh. pierced? Oh, <laughs> where right. did that happen? Behind my mum's coffee shop. Wait a minute. Your <laughs> mum has a coffee was, shop. I was like, he was like, I said, where? Where did they get pierced? And he went in the arcade. I was like, fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your mum has a coffee shop. She did, but um, <laughs> yeah, they get the guy, the guy. Until we pierced somebody in the arcade behind it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. Pierced his foreskin. Oh, <laughs> pierced his foreskin. 
Yeah. And at least the first three skin were all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And, um, filmed it behind my mum's shop while the shop was open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your your dad's an opportunist filmmaker, isn't he? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's the best kind, though. I think nothing ventured. Hundred percent. Right. 100%. Did you? Were you there when 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 he was writing Dick Dynamite and he was basically going through the process and you were kind of because you, you I think like when my kids see what I'm up to, they always come. When I'm I, like, believe it or not, but this podcast here doesn't it look like this by chance. I've got to spend quite a few hours doing all the bits and bobs to make it what it is. My kids yeah. will come and they'll say, hey, what, what are you doing? I'll say, oh, this is what I'm doing. And they get to see it in its early stages. Did you get to see Dick Dynamite? Did you get to see Dick in its early stages? I got to see all the storyboards and stuff, like, and then drawing and writing the storyboards as well. Right. Does that give you quite a good understanding of what goes into making a film? And is that something maybe you would look into in the future? Because, mate, we could be yeah. sitting here talking to the next Tarantino. Stranger things are happening. I remember sitting with Lewis Capaldi while he was learning how to play guitar. So weird <laughs> things have happened. I mean, what I mean, watching him standing at the bottom of his driveway, f- flinging stains at cars because because <laughs> that's what he used to do when he was being a wee prick. <laughs> uh, but hey, stranger things happen. You know, <laughs> I've got one of them kind. of. Tell me that's in Dick Dynamite. Yes. It is. It is. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that is that is that so you your mum's in Dick Dynamite, right? I'm sure there's a picture yeah. over here. Um yes. Next yeah. to the ball sack, the blood sack. <laughs> 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 that wasn't supposed to be her head, was it? What? No. <laughs> no. I wonder if no. I was getting an early don't, spoiler there. Yeah. Yeah, don't spoil. No, mum lives. <laughs> <laughs> mum lives. That's what that's the sequel. Dick Dynamite 2, Mum Lives. <laughs> Starring who is Mum? Starring who is Mum? <laughs> How funny would that be to see on a poster? How funny that would be amazing to see on a poster. Starring your mom. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, what you should do, by the way, is take one character from Dick Dynamite, right? And when it comes to the sequel, completely change the actor or actress that plays them. Like Mortal Kombat, the first film ends, Lizzo. and the second one <laughs> picks up exactly where the first one ends, but all the cast have changed. They're all in the same it's position. All Lizzo. It's all Lizzo. It's all Lizzo. That <laughs> Lizzo played <laughs> multiple parts. Imagine Lizzo playing Hitler. This is too perfect. This is too perfect. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, from what I hear, she is a bit of Hitler. <laughs> Just now, I don't yeah. even know what Lizzo is. Mate, someone sing a Lizzo song. What's a Lizzo song? This is you know I'm fat, I'm fat, you know. <laughs> oh no, that was weird, Al Yankovic. Sorry. <laughs> Tiptoe by the window. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. That's fat. No, that's beat it. That's beat it. It's not even bad. Motherfucker, that's beat it. That's beat it. Eat it. Eat it. There you go. Aye. Mate, honestly, I, pro- I I just know for a fact I won't like a Lizzo song. I just know it. Yeah. Unless she's like, I mean, I would say Bob Dylan, but even Bob Dylan, I mean, I think he's all right. I don't think she performs live very often because she needs a CPAP machine to live. 
And she is she not throwing phones at folk? Did she throw a phone at somebody? There was a rapper that threw a microphone at somebody because they threw water at her. All right, I've I found uh, I found one of her the, songs. <laughs> Mate, did you get that hat for from Basket Market for a hundred quid? <laughs> I found one of her songs. Hold on. Do you know what's funny? See, he's about to get us another strike, man. Interesting fact about the hat, the helmets, right? Uh-huh. Those helmets did absolutely nothing to protect soldiers from bullets. It was just, it was a psychological aid, so they felt protected. They they That's were not stopping bullets. Did you think about that, Beans, before you made Dick Dynamite? Well, I already know it's plastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about the metal ones. <laughs> Mate, do you know what was a great film? Hacksaw Ridge. That's a great war film. Mm. It's the one with Spider-Man in it, isn't it? No, it's no. That's the Andrew one that Garfield. played Spider-Man after yeah. Spider-Man. After Spider-Man. You're talking I've never had to fight with a kid son. before, but I'm ready. I'm ready to fight with a kid here. <laughs> Spider-Man is Tobey Maguire. Let's not get that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is the best Spider-Man. Mate, you've just made up for everything you just said. <laughs> uh, do you know One what I'm about to show? Uh, I feel you. I feel you. Let's I'll argue the Yeah. Uh, I would I'm argue about the best to... Spider-Man. The best Spider-Man was the clip that I sent you the other day for the Japanese Spider-Man. Well, that's, I can't disagree with Spider-Man. that. To be honest. But by the way, <laughs> I don't um, know, Harry, Harry, I'm about <laughs> yeah. to show Spider-Man the original 2002 Spider-Man in the cinema. Your dad needs to bring you along. To see it on the big screen and the glory, yes. how it was supposed to be seen. Yes, um, I'm about to do that. It's not been announced yet, and all the folks that come to the cinema. It has now. It has now. Spoiler alert! But I'm going to put that on with Beetlejuice. Um, so come along and do a double feature, mate. Um, you should be. Are you coming along on the 19th? Beans, is he coming? It's uh, 18. 18. The film's in 18. He's ah, in the film and he can't fucking see it. He's in the film and he can't even see it. That's, that's disgusting, <laughs> well, he, he got into like the secret showing at Carnegie Hall. Two, yeah. The two-hour 15 version. What, what do you mean? What, what, what's the two-hour 15 version? What is this? So the original version is two hours 15. Now it's down to 90 minutes. So so he was he saw that at Carnegie Hall. Yeah. Is that Beans. in Dunfermline? Yeah, yeah. Hmm, right. Beans, beans. Yes, I might know a guy. I might know a guy that runs a cinema. <laughs> I might Sorry, know a guy. Was singing there? I was digging that. <laughs> um, you should come along, Harry. I have a Harry that would like to meet you. But I also have a Harry, and he's he's quite he's quite cool too. So maybe we can all we watch Dick Dynamite. Legally, we could set them up in your new wee room and have a Mario Kart on or something. 100%. That's why it's there. Mate, that's been getting booked out like mad. And I was is told it? this, oh, that'll never work. That'll never work. I was like, is that mm. right? Aye. Is it working? Okay, what? what just, man? Oh. Aye, definitely. Oh, and do you know what? Good. It's great. And I'm thinking about running Good Night Sleep in there for a couple of weeks. What's that? Good Night Sleep. You know the short film we made that you're... Like, <laughs> Mate, I forgot what it's called. Same hang, aye. <laughs> Same hang, aye, aye. Just that, J-Mac. Just that. <laughs> Just that. <laughs> <laughs> aye, just that. Jesus um, Christ. Aye. See, by the way, I've I have so Dick Dynamite has been such a quite a wee part of my life for the last wee while. I've been thinking about it quite a lot. So I'm actually really looking forward to seeing it. 
because it's something that I've spent so much time thinking about that I've actually not seen. Uh, and I know Matthew Min's exact same. He's spent a lot of time with these characters, the imagery yeah. of these characters, and has yet to feel it. Beans, a question for you. What yes. What would you, if, if you could describe any other film that you would say, like, so if I was to say Spider-Man is like Superman, but a guy with webs, what would you say Dick Dynamite is like? What was the, the closest thing you could? Commando. Commando. See, that's that's good. That's good because Harry's sitting there giving it Commando, right? Which means he's no he's no thinking about the same things you're thinking about, right? Yeah, he's thinking yeah. about purely. He's giving us the honest, which is class. Yeah. Commando. So when, on the nineteenth, I'm going to let off some steam and really fucking enjoy this. Then, <laughs> yeah. sorry for the bad language, mate. I know you could you actually imagine in Commando guys, uh, if, his, if his name was the John Matrix, his name was Dick Dynamite. You're you're training dynamite. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. Bennett Bennett is one of the best bad guys ever. Mate, oh, is that class. stringed vest? That stringed vest. Yeah, I thought it was chainmail. I thought it was chain <laughs> that, that's, that's what I'm saying, man. It's Rab <laughs> D stuff. It's Rab yeah. D. By the way, which Clive Russell is in. Hey, on Rab D. Ah. I tried um, to get right in about Mary Doll. Hey, me I've I've got a I've got a chicken, a fake chicken from Rab C Nesbit. Like <laughs> like an episode does, does she hit him over the head with a chicken out of the freezer or something? Probably, Aye. mate. Aye. Hey, I think you're right. And you've got that chicken somewhere, yeah, yeah. Well, you need to get that, we are... to get that in a t-shirt, man. I've well, got that mate, chicken. Dick Dynamite too. We know the guy that played. <laughs> what did he play? Remember when Bernie left oh. and then died? Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Well, by the way, I, I looked right into that. I don't think he was. I think, I think the media turned that into something. But you remember the guy that replaced him? Uh, what was his name? But it was David Mackay. The English are too many from from uh, Braveheart. But we right. know him, mate. Dick Dynamite too. Cool. <laughs> Dick Dynamite too. So I've got a movie quiz for you. Do you, do you want Harry to read it for yes. you? Oh, yes. Can you can you read that, Harry? All right. So five uh-huh. questions, true or false? Okay. All right. Okay. Kev, you start. I'll go second. You third. Okay. So, I'm no good with quizzes, that, eh, guys, okay. Yeah, alright, so no, number one, true or false John McClane of Die Hard fame was originally portrayed by Frank Sinatra True J-Mac, what are you going for? Mm, I'll just say false It's true He was portrayed by oh, Frank Sinatra in The Detective uh, of course the, he was. Novel by the, the same author. Yeah. There you go. No Frank Sinatra. <laughs> that's, that's mental. Yeah. Okay. That's, I... that's crazy, eh? But they didn't get him. Uh, here's some trivia for it. They didn't get him because he was too old by the time Die Hard was made because I think The Detective was made in the 60s or something. Mm. Yeah. But um, what's his face that made Predator? Um, John McTiernan. Yeah, yeah. I, I met him at the one of the last film festivals at and he and, Matthew Man. and he he told me that you know this was the big change of like going from 80s muscle men to sort of like your average guy being a hero, right? Yeah. So who was initially attached to it in a tracksuit was Richard Gere. 
Do you know I could I could see that working? Yeah. I, I could I could I could 100% see that working. But Bruce Willis is John McClane. Is it just maybe better cream than the one that Heather makes? Um, was that hard? No Hey, there's Matthew Man with some smashing trivia here. Was Die Hard No Pitched as a sequel to Commando as well? Oh, man. True! True! Right, Harry, you going for the next one? Number two, true or false? Jean-Claude Van Damme was the original Predator. True. That's true! We even heard the story right from Jesse Ventura was like, so so Jean-Claude Van Damme was there, but he was moaning the whole time because <laughs> because they couldn't see his face, so he got fired on the day. <laughs> That's so 100% true. But he got fired because he was moaning because you couldn't see his face. And I mean, also, he wanted, wanted to show off his karate skills as well. Imagine like, that, right? No. But <laughs> do you know, when... Um, when Predator was being filmed, they didn't actually know what the Predator would look like, so they came up with this absolutely hideous looking thing, right? And that's what Jean Claude Van Damme, which we, by the way, we we filmed, and he's a small dude, he's a small guy. You uh, do and, and, like, like, I think he's one of these guys that, like, you know, that he's not as tall as you would expect, like, everybody knows he's like five nine, right? But uh, even knowing that, when you meet him. Or when you see him in the flesh, you still expect him to be a tall five nine. Do you know oh, what I mean? He's <laughs> but he's, he's tiny. He's, no, he's, he's just this wee guy. But every single, every single split kick that he does is filmed for a low angle, so he looks like nineteen feet tall. Yeah, we've um, seen him. By the way, here's a wee thing for you. We've seen him when we also met Jason David Frank. Oh. God rest his soul, the Power Ranger that died. Oh. Right? Is that the green Power Ranger? Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah, nice guy, Ranger. proper nice guy, by the way. Beautiful fucking soul. And he's dead now, unfortunately, mm. right? I had a hard time with life and just kind of ended it all, right? But get this. He squared up when we were there. He squared up to Van Damme and Van Damme shat himself. He what? wanted none of that. Oh, mate, he would kill Van Damme. He was, in, he was in proper, I think it was Bellator, but he was in proper cage fighting. Van Damme. Is no a nice guy from ever from what from the sources we hear, right? And when we yeah, he's not in Dick Dynamite three now, is he? <laughs> no. Well, when we seen, John Claude Van Lizzo. There we go. Right? But, but when when he oh. when he was at the same event as us and as Van Damme and uh, Jason David Frank, right? There was a bit of backstage. Basically, Van Damme was no. He basically said to us. Don't meet your hero because Van Damme was my hero, and I met him backstage. And he's he's not like don't meet your heroes, right? And and then I saw online that Van Van Damme and him were having a bit of a back and forth, right? Went to the strippers and all this, and was acting like an asshole backstage. And Jason David Frank, the Power Ranger, was like, ah, "Bitch, don't insult me." He's like, "Come on, then, let's go for it." And Van Damme was like, "Mate, I want no trouble." And Jason David Frank was like, "I will squash you, motherfucker." <laughs> That's imagine, class. Imagine That's the, class. Like, imagine the balls that you have to square up to Van Dam. Mate, know? I wish I wish Jason David Frank wasn't dead. Because when we meet him, when we met like when we I, I shook his hand and said to him, I says, mate, you were my childhood. I says, I watched all the Power Rangers. I says, like you were it for me. And and he again, like Clive Russell, he was such such a returning guy. He was all for the fans. So see, when I mm. heard he died, I je- mate, we done a, a tribute episode to him, right? 
Cool. He was genuinely such a sweet guy. And do you know what? He'd have been in Dick Dynamite too. He, we had his, <laughs> had his email. Mate, I had his email. He'd have been in Dick Dynamite too, honestly. Such a loss to the world was that guy because he spreaded nothing but positivity and nothing but good stuff to other people. The amount of kids he brought up on stage to show them how to right. do the karate stuff. Eh? Right. Let's do a the quiz. genuine fighter. <laughs> I like the quiz. Nice. Okay. Another, we're halfway there, living on a prayer. Another three left. All right. True or false? Tom Selleck was originally. That word touted to play Indiana Jones. Probably true, true. Because I know they did not want Harrison Ford. Correct. But George Lucas was like, "Yo, he's my boy. He's dead." <laughs> did did you right. see though that they, they made a, a, as a tribute to it? There was an episode of Magnum PI. I don't know if it was like a dream or something where it <laughs> basically is, he's like basically Raiders of Lost Ark, the hat, and he's got the whole outfit. And it's like, it's, it's weird. I'll need to look at like, that. The thing is, like, when I heard that for the first time, that he was originally supposed to play Indiana Jones, I was like, I I could see that. Yeah. Do you know I, I could? Well, I did could you see, see the it. new Flash, I mate? I don't have, I don't have this kind of thing where it's like, oh, I can't imagine anybody else playing any other role that wasn't played by them. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I can actually kind of think my way through it and go, I I could see that. Well, I went to see way. Oppenheimer. I went to see Oppenheimer recently, and I I said to myself at the time when I was watching it, I was like, Josh Hartnett could play Indiana Jones. Josh now, Hartnett was class in that. Hey, Josh, he just he, he looked perfect for it, and um, it's his it's one of these things. By the way, here's a question for you, Beans. Right, J Mac and I were supposed to be in Harrison Ford's house filming. True or false? Knowing no you, I'm going to say true. true. <laughs> it was motherfucking true. COVID oh. fucked that shit up. Oh. COVID, he agreed to it. COVID fucked that no shit way. up. Unbelievable. Stop, stop swearing in front of the young man. Sorry, wee man. Sorry. In front you of this young, before, right? this young Nazi. If you've listened this... to any of your dad's music, you 100% know the words we're saying, right? Yeah. I'm expecting you to be like A at drums, a at bass, A at guitar, right? Yeah, he's learning he's learning drums. Drums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Playing system of a thing. down. Yeah. What? System of a down. Yeah. What tune? Cubert. He's gonna be alright. He's gonna be alright. The fact he's yeah. saying on the first album, he's gonna be alright. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good one. I, by the way, I found Ooh. that music, music is music saves people, I think. My friends were all doing mad stuff, right? Uh, at school, buying cigarettes because vapes weren't a thing back then, right? <laughs> and 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 in my spare time at school, I would be in in the in the music room, giving it all the time, using every piece of time I had. <laughs> you not hearing that at all? Oh, <laughs> you're not hearing it. Oh, God. Is that a Yamaha, mate. You're, f- of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. I thought I thought I was class until I started watching some of Beans's videos with his brother just jamming away, and I thought I don't even know if I'd keep up. <laughs> God damn, that is right. a Yamaha. He's got, he's got two more questions. Two more, two more. Yeah. All right. <laughs> true, true or false? Okay, okay. 
Sorry, what's that name? What's Okay. Okay. True or false? Shia LaBeouf is a twat. <laughs> I believe that to be true, but I think I'd get on with him. I, I'm. I'm going to say. I'm going to say true, but I, no, I wouldn't get on with him. Seems like a bit of fud. Yeah. You hate <laughs> most folk, though. You hate most folk. I realize. Well, that. one one of our uh, the guys that supplied the props. Um, he he does stuff for um, like Olympus has fallen and all that, right? Wow. And um, and he supplied some of the props for Fury with Brad Pitt, and oh, he I said that, that every day Shia LaBeouf would challenge people to a fight, and but for real, and including Brad Pitt. Why? I, why I'd would love you do to that? with him because I, I think would... he's a bit of a, a bit of a method actor, isn't he? <laughs> he's like he, he gets in like his characters a bit of. A, I mean, his character in that film is a bit of a fud, so I think he just kind of embraced that whole thing. Um, but I, he just, he seems to be a, a just a bit of an, a, an antagonistic guy, um, yeah. which there's no need to be, especially with people you don't know. Um, like if you if you know people and you decide you want to be antagonistic towards them because you don't like them, that's that's one thing. But with people you don't know, there's no need to be horrible, you know. Yeah. Um, so a twat. <laughs> <laughs> Shia did, twat. <laughs> did you see Massyman's comment there? No. Well? Yeah. It. The rescue rangers are arrest dressed like Magnum. In <laughs> that's I. That true. Actually, that's true. I, I, yeah. I did. I did know that one. Man, we um, need to do a quiz with Massyman. Be... Matthewman, by the way, should have his own. I'm no. I'm. I'm so shocked that like Matthewman's know this big. Matthewman's shy. I don't know if you've noticed this about him. Right, he is, but he is genuinely is shy. One of the most talented people I've ever met. Do you know what I met? <laughs> Beans, I met him for the first time. Mate, mate in, check us out. Lanzarote. Never met him physically. Never met him physically <laughs> ever until he went on holiday and Matthewman was on the same holiday. Like, he, he, he was in the same resort. Like I was, I was sitting, the the, I was sitting by the bar myself, just having a wee drink. And then I heard a voice. I was like, "That guy sounds like Matthew." And they walked by, and he had you know, he had the uh, sunglasses on and a hat on backwards. And I was like, "He looks a bit like Matthew." And then I texted him. I was like, "I was like, mate, I think I've just seen you." And he went, and he said, "I doubt it, mate. I'm in Lanzarote." I was like, "So Matthew <laughs> is he honestly is, is is a brotherhood to the, to the podcast. I think Matthew has become a part of what we are. And he found us just by chance. Yeah. And by the way, is it, is, it, is it safe to say about the sequel and who's a, he has agreed, right, to be part of the sequel? Who, Matthewman? No, um, the guy that Matthewman, myself, J-Mac, yourself, loves. The guy who he's was a, on your um, show? Yeah, he's a certain cop that knows samurai ways. <laughs> 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 knows the way of the samurai. Right. It's called the katana. It's a Japanese <laughs> sword. <laughs> Just a couple winks to the camera. <laughs> it's, it's katana. It means Japanese sword. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, is he at, he's going to come over to the UK to be part of Dick Dynamite too. Fingers crossed, man. Mate, Fingers let's make crossed. it happen. One thing, one thing I know about myself is um, I'm very good if someone says, hey, we need to make this happen. I'm very, very good at finding ways to make that happen. So I think if we all come together on this, that that yeah. that'll happen and it'll be can phenomenal. I, can, can I be in Dick Dynamite too? I'm just asking. 
stunt double for Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he can play Lizzo. Just... <laughs> he can can Dropping thunder. You remember, like, what's a... Uh... I'm going to get you, sucker. Do you remember that? The, the fight in the diner. And it goes uh, from being a black chick to a white dude with a moustache. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going to get you, sucker. Aye. Um, no. Hey, like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, will, I will 100%. If, you, if you'll have me, I'll be in Dick. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Awesome. So, awesome. yeah, we've got chatting with that guest you're talking about, a guest on your show mm. about being in Dynamite yep. 2. Yeah. Sweetest um, guy ever. Man, yeah, he, he's when he wrote back, his message was was lovely and and long. He's a nice guy, a nice way. beautiful yeah. guy. Um, and it would be amazing to work with him. Uh, Tarantino is well aware of. Uh... Yes, Denise. Yeah, you Denise. can. If you, you get <laughs> swear to God, blood balloons thrown at you. Janice <laughs> <laughs> um, is a treasure, mate. We need, we must protect her at all costs. Okay, so every week. Best hair ever, says Heather Dow. Mate, those are Thanks, some Harry. heavy locks. Is he talking about Harry or is she talking about beans? Yeah, this is them cut as well. Well, I, I noticed in his Hitler youth picture that he had he had longer slicked hair. We Harry. Yeah, he's, he's, well, that was how, how many? Like, it was a while ago. Yeah, he two, had two, his hair like down, down here. There. Oh, you look like a member of Hanson. <laughs> uh, mate, I'm going to see them on the on the twentieth of oh, no. November. No. I'm going to see them, mate. Yeah. No, they're men. Men. Well, tell them who you is signing up for part for, two. Tell them who your dress is for Halloween. We are oh, yeah. here. Oh, I was Michael Myers. No, Kurt Cobain with a bullet through his head. Oh Jesus! Oh no, you didn't, mate, mate, mate. You're talking <laughs> to one oh, of the no. biggest Nirvana fans ever. And I appreciate it. Courtney Defo done it. Watch. Wait, I had a sign she... with a bit of like string connected to a sign. The sign said uh -huh. Courtney did it. You and I need to talk more. Harry, <laughs> Harry, what what color were cut? Uh, what color were cut Cobain's eyes? Blue. They were blue. Yeah, one blue that way, one blue that way. Nah. Oh. <laughs> That's the old Metallica one, eh? The old Metallica <laughs> oh one, eh? The old Metallica one, eh? Mother. I kind of like that one, <laughs> Harry. Harry, don't don't be influenced. Don't be influenced oh, by oh. him, right? By the way, I am such a Nirvana fan. Like that's where my teen years were reading all of Kurt Cobain's journals. Like I was mental on Nirvana. Do, do you Harry, know who, you've do you know who did Nirvana better than Nirvana during lockdown? Pearl Jam. Post Malone. Post Malone. Mate, he done. He. Did you see that? People. I think people don't appreciate Pope Smullen for what he is, for what he actually is. He, like it was like him, Travis Barker on drums. Yeah, it was like better, tighter than Nirvana ever were, and yeah, it was, but it was brilliant. And like seeing I how talented he is, like mm -hmm. his real music, I'm like, what the is that? Right, right. It's like it's like, like when you step away from what you're doing, right, and shows what you actually love. It's like, well, that's the shit. Yeah, I've got to yeah. say something. This might be controversial to you guys, right? But that was my exact thoughts when Disturbed did Sound of Silence. I think <laughs> that's that's my. I, I think that's an amazing cover. I'm not a big fan of heavy, heavy. Mate, he I, I go heavy to the point I'm orc metal. 
<laughs> no, I, I, I struggled. I struggled to go heavier Stop than Metallica. Everything. I, I struggle to go heavier than Metallica. So when I heard they start right. doing sound Metallica of considered hair metal, right, Beans? Oh. <laughs> You're Go talking on. an actual rock star, mate. I, I know. I, but that's, that's, this is you a forget thing, that, motherfucker. No, no, no. I don't, I don't forget that. Harry, are you I, even aware as to your relevancy, your damn mate? <laughs> and his, his, his impact on historical music and what that is to the new breed? Like to truly appreciate music, you have that, to understand. Thanks for making this before. feel like another fucking Michael Moore moment, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but I have such appreciation for music and artists, and and I, th- I don't think I don't think music gets the 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 absolute praise that it should. And Harry, mate, your dad was part of a movement, no, just a band. Correct, Beans. Beans, are you a lot older than you look? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 20, 20 years in the music I, industry, I, I, my man. I genuinely think you look younger than me. Like, so okay. This is when I reveal to you that I'm 38. Beans is 60. <laughs> <laughs> no, his mum is. <laughs> no, she's no. No, she's no. <laughs> oh man. How, how old are you? How old are you? 44. What you are or your dad? Yeah, he's 44. Thirty-seven. You have a good skin, man. I'm assuming oh, you use no, use no, dog he's, products. He's, he's right. I'm 44. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So Harry's got one more question right, for you. One, oh, one more. Yeah. Sorry. True or false? The original title of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid was the Sundance Kid and Butch Cassidy. Yes, that's correct. I'll say. False. It was true. The answers for all of them was true. Of course it was. Damn it. Damn it. How how shite is that? The Sundance Kid and Butch Cassidy. That sounds it sounds naff. Only because you know what Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid were. No, there's something about saying like you have to say things uh, in alphabetical order for it for it to sound properly, right? For it to sound pop proper the only the only exception is knife and fork right <laughs> knife and fork if you say fork and knife you sound stupid right no but, fork and knife sounds class no are we in fork yourself no sitting right there and you just said that <laughs> but, he said like, fork. <laughs> but, but like uh, when it, when i was growing up it was never it was like i've got a twin sister beans right uh, she she's on the podcast heather. tonight that's uh, heather, heather. Heather. Heather, heather's my, my twin sister mate it's like and, the jmac web Without a beard, <laughs> and it's 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 always been Heather and Jordan. It was never Jordan and Heather because it, it, it she's a superior f- twin. <laughs> I'm the oldest. Man. I'm the fucking oldest. <laughs> she's a superior twin. <clears throat> but it's just saying it, Pinky in the brain. You can't say brain and me. Pinky. See the fact you're even referencing Pinky in the brain. I've got pinky oh, in the you brain. better you better walk your ass through that cinema. Anyway, he's actually he has disproved my entire point. I'm back in my box. Pinky in the brain. I don't even know what pinky in brain is. Pinky in the brain. 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 Brain.
Well, it was Pink in the Brain as well. Brain, brain, brain. There was a, that Jim other Lee. one similar. It was like a rip off of the mask. Um, <laughs> Jeannie! Jeannie! Yeah, I don't even know who Jeannie is. Jeannie's in the, the film. Too, yes. and, and she she works at, um, I think it's Elstree Studios and stuff. Um, oh, awesome. And like, she, she was coming up for one of the scenes. And, and she was like, oh, look, I've got... She took a photo of these props on her wall in her work at Elstree Studios. Was like, right, I'm going to put these in my handbag to bring up to the, the shootout in the, in oh. the bar. And I was Where's like, I was like, that's Han Solo's blaster. <laughs> and it was literally Han Solo's blaster. So you can't just take that. Yeah, yeah. So there was like, she was like I'm going to take this one, this one. And I'm like, and it was Jen up Han Solo's blaster from like the London Film Studio. And, is and any... she, she's been working on, I'm not allowed to say, but it's a pretty big film, a sequel that's. Okay. Yeah, and some other stuff she's making, like. Loads of stuff. Do, do you love cool. having insider knowledge? Mate, what's the deal with the dude that was in Indiana Jones and all that? Did we find out if he was... Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> There's a dude... By the way, just so you know, Dick Dynamite is graced with someone that has been part of every film that you've ever loved. Allegedly. <laughs> just kidding. Um... I know there's the guy that does quite a few bits and bobs with Dick Dynamite has been part of several films, correct? Beans, yeah, he has, he has, yeah. Stan yeah. Winston, hey, yeah. <laughs> he's deep though, right? Yeah, he's deep, right? right. I'm, I'm gonna do the circle of life, get a beer and a, a wee bee. How do you oh. answer some questions? Okay. Before yeah, I do I'm that. gonna quickly pee. I'm gonna quickly pee. Should we just do this? Um, like intermission, we'll be back shortly. Or... Jim, interrogate him. <laughs> interrogate <laughs> Harry. I'm going for a... Right, okay. All right, Harry. All right. Uh, your name's J-Mac, and I'm Kevin, according to what's on the screen. So, um... Me, J-Mac. So, <laughs> so how, how old are you? 13. 13, 13, right. And when did you first do a scene for Dick Dynamite? How old were you? Were you 11 or 12, or...? Was it recently? How old was I? Possibly eight. Really? Is that how long it's been going? Yeah, maybe eight or nine. Bloody hell, man! Um, <clears throat> so was it? Did you have a choice, or did your dad just go? You've not got a choice. You're in it. You're in this film. You don't get. <laughs> you don't get to say yes or no. I can't even remember, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I think it was just like, oh, do you want to be in the film? Yeah, sure. All right, come on. Then. Uh, why, would, why would you say no? Do you know what I mean? Why would you say no? Aye. If anybody, if anybody ever gives you the opportunity to be in a film, always say yes. Yeah. Maybe not in all circumstances, but you'll find out about that later in life. Um, <laughs> so, the... Can you, can you remember, like, getting that costume on for the first time, like, looking in the mirror and going, did, did you think to yourself, I look cool? Or did you think, oh, no, I look like a bad guy? I think it was like... Oh. It just looks like I'm wearing my school uniform, but with a swastika armband. <laughs> <laughs> 
just just a swastika armband. Sorry, it's a slight addition. It's it, it's like a it's like a a, a knot tying badge at the Beavers, you know. <laughs> right, Harry. I think that's about time. Yeah. On on that on on that note. <laughs> right, you say nice, bye to nice, all nice to meet you, Harry. Goodbye to the guys and all the viewers and the guys in the. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've done that before, haven't you? <laughs> no. Cheery, bye. <laughs> I've got to lock the door behind him. That's why I'm not sat down yet. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Yeah, the cats are banned from the man cave. What is your man cave? Is it? Is it? Are you tucked away in a cupboard somewhere? Have you had a room converted or something? Or? It's, um, it is a room, yeah. Um, it's, but it's a mess. It's it's full of. There's a motorbike. There's guitars. There's merchandise. <laughs> Fucking <It's>, motorbike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you've you've already wheeled your two kids in it. Shot wheel a fucking motorbike in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the kids' motorbikes, so it's it's, it's not that. Ah, right, right, okay, okay. Um, no, I'm like I'm, I'm proper. I'm really looking forward to seeing this film. I mean, I I kind of. I can see in my mind what type of film I think it's going to be. Um, cool. It is, like, it, like it's coming it's, along on Saturday. Oh, 100%. Aye. Oh, amazing, man. Yeah. Aye, def- definitely. Um, I will be there with bells on. Cool. <laughs> well, well, uh, some, someone suggested doing uh, a bingo to it, like, like ticking off like, every sort of like homage to like various other films and stuff. <laughs> Which I think it's it's a pretty good idea actually, because um, there is so many like, you know, tips of the hat to you know whether it's Commando or or Predator and things like that. Um, I'll I'll need to figure out the most non sort of actiony one actually. Right, oh, that's friend. that's not bad. What are you thinking about maybe doing some kind of prize for anybody that can kind of take yeah, them all? I'll, need, sort of I'll thing. need to go through it all and work out exactly. Um, what they're all is because there's everything from Star Wars to Blazing Saddles to, um, yeah, there's there's tons. Yeah, I, l- I love spotting uh, homages to other films and, and movies. In fact, I spotted one earlier on tonight, Kevin. Uh, I told you I watched uh, Cobweb and I, I yeah. spotted I spotted a shot that was 100% straight out of The Shining, like, like bang, Which right one? out. Um, it was the mum with a uh, fire poker. Uh, digging into the wall, hmm. and it and it, it was shot exactly the same. So so as as she swung the fire poker into the wall, the camera moved like like that, and it kind of stopped when she hit the wall. It was as exact same as Jack Torrance hitting the door with the the axe, and I, I love stuff like that. I love it when you can pull your pull your inspirations in. And, <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, another mafia man. <laughs> Oh my Big Dynamite god. Three. <laughs> oh my god. We're, we are so getting cancelled. <laughs> Mate. We lost we, we were making some good bank for a while. We lost that a long time ago. Oh my god. <laughs> that was phenomenal. It was oh actually god. was it was it no me that, that stopped us for coining it? Aye, <laughs> it was me. It was. I said no. I said something about something that rhymes with schmath like schmurch, and unfortunately, <laughs> it was uh, 
it wasn't very well looked upon, and and that's that's been us. We've been we went for two hundred pound a month on that this channel to about eighteen. <laughs> to me, basically funding it out my own pocket, gutted man. <laughs> Go, going back to the schmaslick schmirch, like I don't know if you're up to date. I know you do your paranormal show and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. You're up, if you're up to date with all the UFO stuff that's going on about, mm-hmm. and they're, they're, they're talking about how Roswell is actually predated uh, to the 1930s, um, an archaeological dig in Italy discovered by Mussolini, and also the Schmaschlik Schmarch. Okay. Very okay. intriguing. Very intriguing. Uh, there's some fucking weird stuff going on right now, isn't there? It, mm. But the thing is, I'm almost a wee bit kind of dis. I'm not disheartened, but the the we we watched this documentary called Unacknowledged. I don't know if you've seen this. Yeah, uh, you've seen that. that and it basically what it basically right? tells us it tells us that basically the government, the world governments, are going to stage an alien invasion. Yeah. And I'm like, well, well, I know here we are. I but but now I know that it's no actual aliens. It's just them fucking playing the the alien puppets. And it, thing, it, I, yeah. I, I, I saw a meme the other day that was it was like. 2012 conspiracy theorists, aliens are real. 2023 conspiracy theorists, aliens aren't real. <laughs> you know, even though you know all this stuff's coming out in Congress and everything, aliens, yeah. UFOs are real. But like you know, the people who are into that sort of thing is like, no, oh, it's all staged. I just who knows I what? To, no I idea what to believe. The American attitude to it, though, is: uh, Do you think that these UFOs pose pose a, a threat to our national security? Oh yeah, hundred percent. How? <laughs> How? Well, here's where I'm at, right? They've no turned me into mints, and if they turn me into mints, I'll not have to worry about it. So, here we are. Exactly. Like, when they invade and they want to attack, just make sure I'm wiped out in the first go. I don't I don't want to survive. I can't Mad Max this world. I'm no about like that. Beans, <laughs> you look like you can survive this shit. <laughs> not with kids. <laughs> like, that's, that's the thing. It's just sort of like, you're like, take my kids, you guys, let you me guys, survive. You, you guys are movie hit buffs as well. <laughs> Anytime you watch stuff like post-apocalyptic, you, you can't help but envision yourself in there. Oh, right. I, if that was me, I would do this. Oh, I would totally kill that guy just to get his food. And, you know, totally picture yourself in it. And then we live through pretty much a flimmin' post-apocalyptic thing, right? The past two years. Yeah, it was yeah. weird. Like, it, yeah, it was more like Kevin Costner's The Postman than... Mate, that was a class movie. Oh, what? No, it wasn't. I it love was. The post. I, I love the postman. Really? He's holding that letter, and he gets fucked. Oh, you just froze on oh. the postman. Whoa, Kev, Kev froze. This is a, this is a new thing. This has never happened before, and he looks like he's given a speech by one Schmadolf Schmittler. <laughs> How good the postman is. <laughs> The postman is good, and I mean it. <laughs> oh my goodness! But now, one one thing I came to realize during the the zombie apocalypse that we lived through was, if you've got kids, it's impossible. You know, it was like, oh my god, get out of the house in thirty seconds, they're coming. It's like, oh god, my shoes, my socks. <laughs> not, not possible. Like. Aye, it, that is that is a hundred. Why, why, why do they never know where their fucking shoes are? It's like <laughs> you come in the door, you take them off, and then what do you do with them? Do you like fling each one to different corners of the house just to annoy yourself? 
<laughs> what, what, what are you actually doing with your shoes? Yeah. And like my, my son's so bad for it. He's like, Mum, where's my thing that only I would know where it is? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly it. Yeah. But so I'm kind of glad that we had that as training because um <laughs> the real thing happens. Do you know the what? worst thing about the whole thing was the haircuts? <laughs> like I'm, I'm assuming you 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 maybe didn't have to deal with this, right? But oh my god, man, the the haircuts that we had during COVID, <laughs> it was so bad. I remember my wife, um, like I knew that she wouldn't be able to do a fade, right? She wouldn't be able to kind of fade this, and I was like, do you know what? Just get give me like a, a kind of mohawk. I'll take I'll take a mohawk, but I don't want it going all the way down the back because I'll look like a fanny. But <laughs> but just do that, and and then. She finished it, and I could feel her spending a lot of time just kind of fluffing stuff at the back of my head, just like, tsh, tsh, tsh. and I was like, "Does it look shit at the back?" She's like, "No, tsh, tsh. it looks, it looks all right, it looks fine." <laughs> and then I saw it on a photograph or something. I was like, "What the fuck are you done in the back of my head?" It was so, it was so horrendous, man. There was a time actually for a laugh. I dressed pure Mad Max. Like I got this like big shoulder padded black leather jacket, absolute spandex skin tights from Val, huge boots, <laughs> like wrap around shades and a gas mask, like like just for a laugh, right? And I went across to B and M on the high street. <laughs> I think one of the kids filmed it actually, and like people like like put on this like hard man walk and like people walking past me like, what the fuck is that guy about? But then the, the funny thing was, like, when I was at the checkout in B&M, because it's literally across the street from us, like, know all the staff and, like, chatting away to them, like, quite the thing. So there was, like, a woman behind me being, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm over six foot, and I had these, like, giant boots on, so I'm even taller, right? <laughs> like, she's looking at me, being like, what? what is this guy? And, and like, <laughs> but then all of a sudden, like, the, the staff are like, oh, hiya, how are you today? And I'm like, oh, good, I get tattooed and all that. And, like, this, this wee woman was like, what like- is going on? I wasn't expecting that voice to come out of this guy. <laughs> I thought he was going to go <laughs> and start beating shit in his arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I that it was like one of the. He looks looks like vegan predator. Somebody said. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm, man! I'm Are you a vegan? Are you vegan? I was for a while. I'm, I'm veggie. I don't know if you'll see, but I do have a. I'll try and tilt it up. Oh, yeah. You can see my. Oh, pred- yes. My predator and Gatling gun. That is, that is beautiful. Are those full size or are they kind of shrunk? Um, it's from Wish. So, <laughs> so, so they, look, they look good, man. So so the predator mass, yeah, it's, it's a bit smaller. Like, like it would fit a child. Um, but you know, for a couple of quid off wish or whatever, it's I take that. I'm not arguing. Yeah. Anything that works as a decoration, man, that's fine. And, and the, the the Gatling gun actually that's up there with it, that was also from B and M, and it went down to five or so. I bought loads of them. That was for B and M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here, I've got one still in the box. I'll show you. This is what it looked like originally. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. So then painted <laughs> it up to, to look like the real thing. 
You'd probably get in trouble for that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> well, like, that was another thing. Like um, for for like behind the scenes stuff with the film. The the first time I had to phone the cops about using props, I, I filmed it because I, I was dead nervous. Um, but then how easy it was, it made me think like, like I'd, I'd, I'd actually done it once before when I was a student and I was like, hey, I'm a student and uh, I'm making a film and uh, someone's got a realistic looking firearms. Like, oh, that's no problem. And it made me think, if you're going to rob a bank, <laughs> phone the cops, but I'm a student filmmaker and uh, we're filming down the high street uh, and like it's a bank robbery. <laughs> Would the cops turn up? Here we go. And you're doing this during business hours? <laughs> <laughs> but there was, there was one, one of the locations actually. Um, I did get a phone call back from the the anti terror division. <laughs> <laughs> what was what was this in need of? Um, they, they they weren't sure if they believed me that I was actually filming. They thought it might have been a protest um, about. A certain place, so I right. had to like assure them that it was genuine in the film and like answer all these questions. But they thought it might have been staged as a a, a protest against like oil or something. Ah, <laughs> oil or something. Yeah. <laughs> was this when you were on the Edinburgh coast, or was it? It, it was on the, the coast. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But yeah, there I, I was, there was a few times there. We, we, we got off relatively unscathed. We, there was there was one time, randomly, like this like African religious group turned up, like it was bizarre, right. and like they all turned up and like, had their phones listening to Kumbaya out loud, you know. And I was like, what, what is going on, you know? And it was this was on a break, and like everybody's sort of topside above this bunker having barbecues and stuff. And they come marching up. Like they didn't come to protest. They just they were just randomly there for an explore, I think. And uh, I was like, right, what? I was like, to try and explain it, I was like, yeah, we're filming a movie. And I was like, stupidly, I was like, come down and see it. So I took them down into this bunker and because it was like a lunch break part. You know, there's all these extras just dressed as Germans and shit, taking selfies and everything. And you know, the, this African bunch seeing all these guys in German uniforms and. The flags and stuff they were like what is going on and i was like oh man how do i explain this it was just like, <laughs> i just tried to find stars i was like yeah see this guy like he kills all these guys. he kills everyone <laughs> and then yeah they just sort of trundled off <clears throat> but like just look looking at the trailer like you can see that there's there's some explosions and stuff going on i mean i mean how do you fit all that into a 10 grand budget um it's pretty much all cgi uh, right, there's, there's which is stuff. weird. Which is weirdly cheaper than doing things practically now. Yeah, yeah. it never used to be. Yeah, but it certainly it certainly is now. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that, the, the postman. No, Heather. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. The postman was fucking class. I'm standing by it. I like Heather the postman. Postman was class. When that guy has the fucking letter in his hand and he gets done in. <laughs> Just lying there. Kev, Kev, where were you, by the way? <laughs> Mate, do you know what happened? I'll, I'll tell you this, right? We've got this new TV. It's 4K shite, by the way. LG. Seems no matter what fucking brand I get these days, they're letting me down beans, eh? 
fucking DGI, right? <laughs> and she tried to turn the Xbox on, it didn't work, so she turns everything off and back on because that's what I said oh. to her. Like, anything ha- right? Which means she turns my internet off. Oh no! Which means I'm out the podcast. <laughs> but I thought these guys are fucking pro. They'll keep it going. Thanks. They'll we did keep fine. It we did fine. But I just felt the need like a minute ago to. Did they write a message to me? Where the fuck are you? <laughs> you knew I'd be back, mate. Yeah, you fine. knew I'd be back. J-, J Mac and Harry talked about school uniforms. <laughs> school uniforms. J Mac still dresses up as a wee girl. His missus a proper smack his ass. <laughs> Aye. <laughs> so that was that was fun, by the way. The, the, the wee the wee quiz and that was fun. It's it's not very often that the the we are the ones getting quizzed. Yeah, I thought, so, I thought it might work. Uh, cool, like, turn it. Around. And by the way, was I not was I not spot on on all of them? I answered one hundred percent correct, right? Uh, to ask don't, Harry. don't be yes. modest about it. I said true on every motherfucking thing. Absolutely. <laughs> And we Harry, by the way, he's he's got a future ahead of him if, if so he chooses. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. He was, Mate, he's, he's worked great. with Clive Russell. He's yeah, yeah. Clive Russell. Oh, he's, he's great in the film. There, there's one of the photos actually. I don't know if I, I'd sent you. It. Like, it it looks like the best band photo ever. Um, I don't uh, know if he was in, in hmm. the, uh, the photos I sent you. I'll double check. I'll double check. See, and is it a photo that has we Harry in it? Yeah, let me just double check DD images. Here's my brother in his blue hoodie that I thankfully blue screen him out. He got his <laughs> arse out in one of the shoots, and thankfully he was wearing a blue hoodie, so I blue screened it out. But he had this arse floating in a bunker door. <laughs> How, how many how many roles did you fill uh, in this film? I mean, I know you're writer director. Like, well, how, myself, how far right, did it go? Um, um, I don't know. I mean, write direct. I guess somebody said producer because I'm like organizing everything. Um, costume, some of it. Makeup. I've done a lot of makeup and special effects. And I guess my uh, CGI my dad knows stuff. Mate, my dad knows the woman that done a lot of yours. Your makeup stuff. His yeah. her her husband is good friends with my dad. Because by the way, believe it or not, but I came for Fife. Saw all these Kakodi and all that. I knew all that. That was kind of well. You know, for ah. Kenway or some shit. For me, no ah. Inverkeithen, mate Inverkeithen. That's where ah. I grew. That's where I had same my starting. Same hang. Same hang. <laughs> this is what he does to me. Tells everybody <laughs> I live in Glasgow. I live about fucking fifteen mile away from it. So I'm just I'm just Mate, returning the favour. By the way, Glasgow, I can't go near anywhere with, with my car because it's a fucking Les zone, eh? And unless you're driving a fucking oh, Tesla, not... you're not getting anywhere near it, man. That, that's not true, by the way. That's not Aye. true. I, I found it recently, like, <laughs> I, I thought it was, unless it was electric, you're not getting in. But it's not like that at all. It's like if you've got, a, diesel, if you've got a diesel car, it's like anything, up to, diesel. anything up to 2015 is <laughs> all right. I if both it's a petrol, a diesel and fucked. <laughs> if you're petrol, it's all right until like 2008. So no, no, none of my cars are getting anywhere near. <laughs> How can I send you this photo? I'm trying uh, to put it in the chat here. Just, just punt it into so the the Facebook chat, my man. And on Facebook, right? And then you can put Aye. it on on here. Aye, okay. man. I think I can grab. It. That's what Matthew Min does. 
He just punts stuff to me in Facebook Messenger and I throw it right up. Matthew, man, he's fucking a treasure, mate. A treasure. Oh, signed into Facebook and loads of people are asking for Dickenheimer t-shirts. Ah, mate, my wife was like, my wife messaged me and was like, motherfucker, I want one of those t-shirts. And oh, I'm like, what shit, are you yeah. talking about? Is it Matthew Man's wife wants one as well? Does Matthew Man's wife, mate, Matthew Man's wife doesn't like stuff that we like. <laughs> <laughs> So if she wants one, mate, that's marketing 101. My wife messaged me and was like, I want one of those t-shirts. And I'm like, what t-shirt are you talking about? Because I'd been quite busy the day, right? And then I went online and seen, oh, mate, they're doing a Dickenheimer t-shirt. And my wife was like, I need one of them for that for the 19th. Because the 19th, by the way, is going to go class. It's going to be fucking awesome. And uh, my wife, obviously, being an aficionado of the cinema, she wants to rep what we're promoting, eh? Hey, look at that, <laughs> mate! Everybody looks dead. That's the night shift. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the best band photo ever. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, oh, for for Harry's costume, there we couldn't find like long whites. Like we're trying to get like football socks for him. In the end, I yeah. think it's just a pair of my white socks just pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> like we had all sorts of trouble like that with filming, you know. There was like crazy stuff like that, you know. Even some of those guys are probably one of them's wearing wellies, probably, and you know, like <laughs> all sorts of troubleshooting like that. Got Hunter on the front of them or Dunlop. <laughs> all right, all right, we, really, we had that and like black tape over them, stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> we have a ton of stuff like that. I think that's the the beauty of being an independent filmmaker. Like, imagine, imagine Disney through like four hundred thousand, or even a million at you. The, the kind of stuff that you could realize based on your, you know, but imagination. I, I, I think that's that's where Hollywood falls on its its face. You know, it's mm -hmm. sort of like, all right, we've got a problem. Throw money at it. Like, we don't have that. And independent film doesn't have that. So you have to be creative and think about mm -hmm. how do we get around that? And there's a lot of problem solving involved. Whereas it's like, oh, how do we get the camera starting off uh, in a nebula in space and coming through and, and going through Saturn's ring uh, straight through the keyhole of Mr. Joffrey's house? You know, mm -hmm. like money, CGI. Whereas how, how would we do that? You'd have to... Be inventive, you know, like it's... <laughs> it would look like it looked like the starting button moon. <laughs> See, here's the thing there's a beauty, <laughs> there's a there's a beauty, right, in independent filmmaking. Because let, let's be honest, right, independently, we're all skint as fuck. No one has a hundred million to throw at a film, mm. so we find the most purest ways, right, with the most purest people to create something that's magic. And then that takes off and it creates a new wave of of filmmaking that people are like, ooh, right? Yeah. I, I think, like, for filmmaking itself, I don't think it gets enough credit for the people at the... Because everyone that we know, right, even the people that are even well-financed well, well financed are still what you would class as independent, un under-financed, right? But that's where the actual magic happens, not where it's at. Like, that's where you have to be really class. creative. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, where, you, where you don't essentially just type what you want into some kind of program and it will just generate it for you. You have to, you have to be present on the day and 
kind of work out how you're going to, how you're going to shoot things, how you're going to make it look without the 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 comfort blanket of post production. Like there's only so much you can do in post production when it comes to an independent film. Yeah, you can you can colorize it, you can crop it, you can tilt it, you can do whatever. Um, but when you know that you like, if a shot gets fucked up, you know you can't just replace it with CGI. <laughs> it's, it's just it's never going to happen in a an indie an indie film. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing this. I mean, the title of the film makes you want to see it anyway. I mean, Dick. I mean, why why Rick? Dick Dynamite? I don't know why I've no asked that. Shit. This Richard, year. Richard. <laughs> I just like Richard Dynamite. <laughs> that's the thing one of the one of the makeup girls uh, Spanish sorry Basque country and um, and she she thought it meant penis dynamite I had to explain to her that <laughs> Dick is, is a short version of Richard and uh, like another thing like like her on set and uh, Sandy's ex ex-girlfriend who's Italian like uh, we're in this like sugar silo and and it's like People have, have likened it to, I don't know if you remember the, the film Hannah and the shootout with Eric Bana, or the fight, sorry, it's like one take. I do like, recall. Yeah, it's like, I, I sent you that, you could maybe show it. Yes, would you like me to but, show it right but this like, At the end of it, we were like, mm-hmm. we we're like, fuck, we're out of time, we forgot to get a certain character killed or shot, and um, and what we had was, we'd have a beanbag out of shot. For people getting shot and stuff, and they like flail and fall onto this beanbag that's out of shot of the camera, and uh, we were like panicking, we're like fuck, we need to be out here in five minutes, but we've still got to shoot so and so's death. I was like, where's the beanbag? Where's the beanbag? And like, so these two girls, the Spanish girl and the Italian girl, Basque country, sorry, and like, okay, okay, we find it, we find it, and they, they run away, and it, like you know, pressure's on, and they come back with bin liners, and I was like, <laughs> a beanbag. I was a like, beanbag. what is that? Like, we have beanbag, and I was like, "No, a beanbag, not a beanbag." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, a bin bag, a fucking bean bag. Me, my name's Beans. Me bag. <laughs> well, by the way, bag. by the way, I have that clip very much right here. I'm going to play it for you guys right now. Yeah.
Mate, that yeah. was fucking epic. That was class. See, that's Snarf, motherfucker. He seems like Brock Lesnar. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, awesome. Yeah. He's a, he's a big dude. People didn't even believe like him doing that flip was actually him. It, it totally is. Like he, ah. he was a Marine for a while as well. Um, and he's currently a fireman. Aye. Aye. Nay fucking messing. I think he's the, the ideal Dick Dynamite. Dick Dynamite. So that that, that kind of gives you a, a, a taste of the, the sort of action we expect for this fucking gem that we've got coming up next weekend. Next weekend is not even yeah. far away. Yeah. Oh, Mate. awesome, Janice. Yeah. Come and see it. What's the name of that video game character that totally puts me in mind of Snars? Duke Nukem. Um, <laughs> motherfucker, that's it. Duke I'm, Nukem. I, I've yeah. never played that or anything, but a lot of people say that. They're like, oh, Duke Nukem. But I've never... Mate, you... Duke Nukem is like mid-90s uh, PC game. Put... There's a, literally an Xbox game in Duke Nukem where he pulls a shite out of the toilet and he can throw it at anybody. No <laughs> way. Amazing. Well, that's some fucked up shit. <laughs> Um, no, well, will Snars and, and the gang be at Bathgate? And yeah, Wednesday? man, yeah, he's August. Like, yeah, Snars stays in um, it's like Glasgow way, Gart Coach or something like with Jay Mack. Please, please, it, 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 honestly, there's a, a, a bit next to where he stays, it looks like something out of like Batman. It's like this old asylum place, it's as wow. cool as anything. Of course, yeah. he stays there, of course. He stays there. <laughs> <laughs> Snars, <laughs> Snars. Snars no, mate, I'm looking forward to meeting the whole gang and I know we'll be doing yeah. the Q&A um, but we're free to bring up anybody on stage because we'll have the full the, the full, it'll be class there's, mm. there's nothing stopping us doing just absolutely anything so I'm really looking forward to yeah. getting to seeing the film first and foremost yeah because we've, we've known each other a while now and talked mm -hmm. about doing this and doing that together and Totally. And yeah, it's, it's it's been too long, and I, I and yeah, like hats off to you. You know, I, I guess you're kind of like, oh, I could have seen it, but it <laughs> yeah. seems like you're holding off to see it absolutely for this, which is super cool. And I guess same with you, J Max. So <laughs> absolutely, uh, I'd, I guess I'm, I'm kind of on the other side. I'm like, mate, get get a fucking screener. I might watch no. this. And Kev's like, no, no. So it's not happening. You, yeah. you need to see it on the night. And you know what? I'm, we'll I'm, I'm kind of happy screen. with that. I'll see it on the big screen. In fact, well. In fact, here's a wee pro actually, I've got my own big screen. So technically, if you, you send me a screen, I'd still see know it the, the same. Know the same. Right? Ah, okay, okay, okay. Um, the thing is, as well, if, if we had seen the film now, right? Like, so we're doing a podcast right here, but when we do it live, we'll be talking purely about the film. So we're getting this stuff out of the way here, and on the night, we're talking purely about the film. Mm for me which would be brilliant yeah. um, and to other people also that are all attending the screen which will be and, fucking epic and bring, I mean, on, I mean, bring on the fud punching you can't <laughs> get a good fud punching well, in, the, in the rehearsals for that uh, we've done that in my studio um, mm. but like one of the kids was cutting about so so it was Kirsty the girl that, that's in that it, it was it was her idea you know before everyone was like you can't do that you can't punch away with it it was her idea um, <laughs> so but because the kids were running about, we called it the coconut punch. <laughs> and then from then on, it was like anytime we needed to use the C word, we'd substitute with coconut. And I still do it now out with Shut up, yeah, coconut. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get it. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> a bit, a bit trivia for you. <laughs> no, that's coconut team. Um, Janice, we need to get you a screener. Um, before we finish the episode, I will, I will end it on some cool, really cool bloopers from the movie. Have <laughs> we got but, bloopers? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got bloopers. My favorite bit of any film. They oh, should no. put bloopers at the see if there was bloopers at the end of the Green Mile. I'd fucking love it. <laughs> Totally. I think this ball is cheese slid off his crack. <laughs> I can't <laughs> say that. God damn. <laughs> Making a film to to any degree is a, a feat itself and something that we know because I'm the kind of guy that ever since I started a production company, I seem to have these scripts land on my desk all the time and I read them and I'm like, fucking hell, man. Um, <laughs> and so I know. I know what goes into making films, um, not to the extent which you have gone ahead and really put your heart and soul in it. So I'm really looking forward to seeing, you know, what, and I know for a fact Dick Dynamite will definitely not disappoint. I know well, Matthew, and, uh-huh. There's there's something, uh, a film critic I've got to know mm. um, in Eastern Europe, he, he said to me, and, and the more I thought about it, at first I was like, well, nah, that's not true. But the more I thought about it, it is. And I, and I spoke to him. I met him again recently at a film festival and spoke to him more about exactly what he meant. And he told me, and I kind of live by this now, there is no such thing as a bad film. There are only films that you don't like. That's correct. You know? Like, as, like picture the worst film you've ever seen, right? I know for I a fact. Islander 2. <laughs> Fuck off. That <laughs> was right. terrible, but my client was Someone's put their heart and soul into it and all this effort to make it, right? Mm-hmm. So for you to say, oh, it's just shit, because it's mm-hmm. shit. Someone's put all this heart, soul, and effort into it. But if if you transfer it and say you just don't like it, rather than it's the worst film you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The worst film I ever saw was the dummy. The dummy was terrible. Jaws 4 was something to be appreciated. <laughs> the shark but... that roared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say what. <laughs> Cheers, Mitch. Mitch, Mitch. Mitch there, he, he got us. Um, so, so, oh yeah, he's seen the, the full version. So, so Mitch sorted us out with a young Adam who plays Wachowski. Um, mm. he, he, he got him. He's like, oh no, this young kid, he's done some acting. And he's fudging awesome like his character kind of like if it was just snars going through killing nazis you know there wouldn't be much story but like having this uh wakowski through it the story's kind of told through him and mm. he's unbelievable like a really good young actor as as you'll see on saturday i cannot wait to see it and everybody watching at home as well janice and all you folks that are watching at home I imagine we'll have a film crew on the 19th that will film our Q&A with Beans mm. after we see the film. And I really, like, I can't say that I've anticipated a film as much as I have as Dick oh. Dynamite. Because I've, been, <laughs> because I've been talking about it. I've been part, part of talking about You're it. You're going to be in the Q&A and you're like, right? it wasn't a bad film. I just didn't like it. <laughs> nah, There's no such thing mate. as a bad film. How good would that be if, if like, we just started saying, well, Beans, that was pish. 
<laughs> not at all. Not at all. I know Matt. Never, hey, do you know what? Happened. The person that's most looking forward to it more than anyone is definitely Matthew Man. Matthew Man, right? yeah. Because Matthew Man, since meeting you, has mm. only been very descriptive on how much he's looking forward to seeing it. And the great thing about Matthew Man is he loves stuff that's just out there. And Dick Dynamite definitely is out there. It's got Nazis, zombies. To say that... Uh, Ninjas! Yeah. Right? Game. To say Philadelphia would be a bit of a stretch, right? So, to s- this is straight up Matthew Man's lane. It's straight up our lane. And it, it looks it looks to us like fun. Pure fun. And from this being is, on this that... Is pop, it's popcorn and beers, isn't it? This is right? popcorn and beers. Mm-hmm. And I cannot wait to the 19th. It's actually going to be so class. So much fun. We're going to chat. We're going to fucking enjoy it. We're going to get beers. We're just going to have we're going to have a class time. And I'm actually really looking forward to seeing Dick Dynamite on the big screen. And you guys should do too. Uh, I'm right in saying that very soon, very soon, wink, wink, there'll be uh, a streaming service that you'll be able to to watch Dick Dynamite on. Am I correct? Yeah, Disney Plus. <laughs> ah, well, I so. <laughs> If not, if not, we'll definitely make it to a yeah. point where. But, but wink, there. wink. Yeah, hopefully there's something happening. And I have friends. Fun. Well, I have friends that have got really good distribution deals, and if yeah. the one that that I'm aware of doesn't happen to be the case mm. that works out for you, yeah. well then there's no other. No clowning around here. <laughs> See what I did there. See what I did there. Yes. Yes. So it'll be cool for everyone to be able to see Dick Dynamite. And, you know, we do watch-alongs on here all the time. And, yeah, yeah. and by the way, see, when we started doing our watch-alongs, I was like, J-Mac, who is actually going to tune in to watch us watching a film? But see, to be honest, folk fucking love it. Mm. I don't know why, because I wouldn't love it. Like Gogglebox style. Aye, but by the way, they all tune in, and they're all watching the same stuff as us. We've mm. done Ouija Shark. We've done <laughs> the mummy, like we've done some fucked up shit, and folk love it. Birdemic, which got us banned, by the way, on YouTube, what? just because of the word demic, <laughs> right? It's these birds that go mental and start killing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> these birds that start killing folk, man. <laughs> this is so bad. And we got in so much trouble for it, man. It's unbelievable. Uh, everybody that, that tunes in just loves a watch along. See, Heather says, right, love a watch along. I would tune in, see. Um, so, worst case scenario, we get Dick Dynamite up and we do a watch along. If no, cool. if no, um, but no, this is going to do well. I know it is because I know, I know you from this, from the time knowing you, I know how much that you put into everything you do, and it's nothing but absolute passion and absolute focus so i know that dick dynamite will be class and i cannot wait to watch it on the 19th if you're local to scotland 19th of august come along grab a beer robbie myself jmac will be on the stage chatting about dick dynamite after the after we've been able to watch it clive russell will be there there may be others snars will be there and i can't wait to ask him if he'd ever fight brock lesnar i reckon <laughs> he'd take him that or a shark i reckon smash a shark I think we should with freaking laser beams. Stage, set up a fight on the stage between Clive Russell and Jimmy V. <laughs> Mate, I know who'd win that. I know who'd win that straight up. Jimmy V. <laughs> 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 Guinness versus Wee V. 
That's class. There we go. It would be class. It would be class. But I'm very much looking forward to seeing Dick Dynamite. It's been cool. I've yeah. talked about it so hope much. It, hope it lives up to the hype. Hey, I can't see that it wouldn't. I know exactly what we're in for, and I'm totally, totally. Yeah, there's only that one shootout in it. The rest of it is actually a rom com. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Dick Dynamite Two will be even crazier with the amount of folk that I know are really up for it. And the stuff yeah, that, that... that's that's the thing. I think the, the second one just has to be. Even more crazy and over the top. It has to be. And you know, I know so much more. We've still to have that lunch together, mate. Yeah, where yeah. I go, right, here's some already, of these more. Yeah, we've already talked about, oh, we'll get this person, this person. Yes. So and just scratch the surface. And already we've got one person. Mate, I'm in London for two weeks. And in that trip, no, I'm in London in two weeks or is it a week now. And within that trip, I'm meeting the head of Disney. <laughs> for the UK, I'm meeting <laughs> with some of the Lost Boys, right? I'm meeting so many folks, so and that's after I've seen Dick Dynamite 1, so you can only imagine <laughs> how good Dick Dynamite 2 is going to be. Alright? Lizzo. Lizzo. <laughs> Lizzo for the fucking main character, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Dick Dynamite 2, Jizzo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so... <laughs> This has been an absolute pleasure. I'm sorry to have taken up nearly three hours of your time. I know, fucking three yeah, hours. You know, the thing is, thing is I knew this was going to be a long one. I knew it. And I said to my wife, I said, don't expect me. Don't expect me. We're, we're chatting about Dick Dynamite tonight. It's going to be a long one. And do you know what? Do you know what's amazing? All you motherfuckers, you crazy motherfuckers on a Sunday have stuck with us. I can see the numbers right there. I don't, what's, men with, what's mental is, in the time you've been watching us, you could have watched Titanic. That's <laughs> fucking nuts. That's nuts. We're just, we're just three dudes talking shit, chilling out, and holding up boats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. So if you want to see this live, Janice, I know you can't because you're from New York. No, you're from Indiana. <laughs> but you could come on the 19th. Hey, Janice, I'll put it out to you, right? If you, if you happen to make it to Bathgate on the 19th, there are tickets there for you. It's like, as long as you up. can get a flight and accommodation, you'll get a free ticket to see the film. <laughs> no, to be fair, I'd even if you if you were there, I'd be like you can stay in the cinema. Here's my office key. You sleep on the couch. There's two couches, one for you, one for Ray. It's worth it. Yeah, we right. flew to Scotland and stayed on a fucking couch. <laughs> by the way, uh, if Janisa see what, and by the way, it's only a matter of time before we do something in America. Janice and Todd surprise are the two motherfuckers we better see, and that's a fact. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. See, look, look, see, Janice is giving us all the love. Like, I'd love that. Love y'all. Okay, say good night, guys. <laughs> she's she's telling us to finish. <laughs> she's like, I'm in your fucking bed. <laughs> she's stuck with us for three hours, man. Fucking legend, mate. Legend. She's gone in the credits. She's gone. In it's done. All right, so cool, man. We will definitely announce when when Dick Dynamite is available worldwide because it will be at some point. Nineteenth uh, of August. Get your arses to Bathgate Cinema because we're going to have a, f a hell of a night talking about the film, talking about the process, things we didn't even discuss here. That's what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you'd like to say in closing? Uh, just cheers to everybody for the support. Um, 
cheers to the missus for putting up with my pesh for however many years and like putting the movie first over a lot of things. Um, I'm too sexy yeah. for your pish. Too sexy for your pish. <laughs> I'd like to apologize to all fair brasses. Um, <laughs> all fair brasses. <laughs> so they don't come and taste me. Lizzo and Lizzo, man. Lizzo, get your ass on this fucking podcast. What day is that dynamite? Oh, God. Right, I've drank too much beer and need to wee wee. Can I go now? Yeah, I've fucking whiskey. I don't even know what fucking planet I'm on. Right. Thank you, Beans, for joining as always, my man. Cheers, we'll guys. get you back on at some point where we've got a big guest on and we'll fucking shoot the shit. Cool. But... Or, or even a watch along, watch uh, yes. Robocop 2 when he's on Ekkies. <laughs> and Beans. 100%. And what we'll do is we'll fucking let you all know when Dick Dynamite is available worldwide and keep you informed for Dick Dynamite 2, which is. Sure to be a fucking blast. Beans, thank you for coming on. We appreciate you and all your absolute hard work and making this movie industry something beautiful. <laughs> and that looks like a hell of a wee golden thing. That looks like Jungle Run. That looks like a shitty one on Jungle Run. That's class. It's the idol. Is that for uh, Lost Ark? It is, yes. Yeah. It's, got, <laughs> it's got a wee bumhole, actually. It's pretty... He's pretty he's, no, I got an asshole in my no, neck. He's... he's he well, he's, he's got boobs, right? And and like someone popping it, it's funny. But then he spread wow. his bum cheeks apart. Look, that's disgusting. That's actually disgusting. <laughs> that's what the, you know. Kathleen Kennedy, she was like, "Don't show the back end of the idol. They ruined." See, I, I said she was sound. I said, give her a bit more credit. See, tell you, so ladies and gentlemen, see the golden idols arse cracks pulled open. No Kathleen one. Kennedy. Yeah, you want to see my golden nugget? <laughs> <laughs> when I meet the head of Disney in London in about a week's time, I'm going to be like, oh, fuck Kathleen Kennedy. Here's Dick Dynamite <laughs> to take it. Yes. All right. Featuring Lizzo. Oh, man. And Samuel L. Jackson as <laughs> concept art. <laughs> as by Hitler. Uh, as Hitler. Here he is, like. Uh, <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson as Heinrich Himmler. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is a, I've had it. You're me laugh. I'm going to wee because I've drank that much beer. <laughs> Lads, I, I think we all need that much. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's bedtime. And we'll see you guys next week when we've got a fella on the show called Ben Gibson, Gibson who's a TikTok Ross. star. Did I say Ben? You did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, his name's Ross. Ross Gibson. <laughs> I said Ben. An interesting, an interesting uh, young yeah. chap. He's, uh, and we're gonna, uh, we're gonna uh, show him Dick Dynamite and see what he thinks. Hey, is he from Scotland? Is he from Scotland? Uh, no, no, he's American oh, as fuck. fuck him, that's, right. <laughs> Keep him right, Keep him right. See him at New York. All right, that's how I spend my life, man. That's how I spend my life. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, Beans, for joining us awesome, tonight. Yeah. Three hours, fucking extravaganza, and it's been fucking beautiful. And we'll catch you all in the next one. Dick Dynamite will be in theatres near fucking every one of you at some point. Just keep your fucking eyes open for it. And we'll, take... <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next one. All right. Take it see easy, you guys. Saturday, guys. Awesome. Thank Cheers. You guys. Saturday, 19th August. Dick Dynamite.
Bye. <laughs> Turn it off, you prick. Ha <laughs> ha.